I think yeah. my headphones are turned out because I can't really hear you either. Oh, okay. Either way. Well, Long know, time, I, no see. I mean, it's like, it's weird. Like, normally we sit down here, everything is like how we left it. I know. Things are oh, like much ready to roll. But I, I just get this weird feeling, this sense that, and, and I don't know if it's the pluff mud smell that's like making me think. I think it's my it's, seat's warm. Yeah, it's like, there's like just this low country stench. That we're getting from everything, things aren't where we left them. I know, it, but but it's nice to be back. It feels great. It, it feels totally great. It feels smells. dirty. It feels definitely dirty, but it feels good. Um. So, I guess what? Let's get let's get the major thing out of the way. It's fly fishing after dark number forty three. Three. Um. The king, Richard Petty. King. And we're coming up on something else completely that you brought up the other night that just blows my mind. We're almost. To our one year. To our one year. And wow. so you know what that means is what was, was it our first show or was it our second show that was about iCast? Uh, it was our, our second. It was, second it was our very first show. show. I think uh, it was our very. Was it our first show? I think it was our very first show. So that's what, yeah, Avery, you're not working. No, I'm not working. Trying to. Well, out. I am so glad we sound checked. Well, we did. I know. That's what I'm saying. Hey, go ahead now. Hey. Hey, there, there you are. Go. Hey, there's hey. Avery. How are I'm, you, man? I'm in. Check that out. Yeah, see. Sorry, I've been talking this whole time. You've this, been in the kitchen. Don't lie. Whatever. This is what happens when you allow some guys from Charleston to Amateurs. sit down behind Mike. My mic stinks. Who sat here? The amateur hour. Oh. Uh, <laughs> my, my, my mind smells like Paul's mouth. Actually, I think it was the amateur <laughs> hours. That Out. thing went on forever. Yeah, this is yeah for real. And yeah, hours. sometimes we're like, "Hey, it's almost dark out," or you know, it's fucking ten, ten twenty. Ten twenty. This is going to be a late one. Yeah. Eastern daylight saving. <laughs> yes. Time. Absolutely. Last night I didn't get home till two thirty because I stayed for the whole barely live session. We didn't. I fell asleep. Shut down and like go to sleep until like three fifteen. That's Will just kept talking and talking and talking. He was drunk. <laughs> a lot of hair on your chest. Yeah. So, Gary brought it up. Um, we are on the heels of ICAST slash IFTD 2017. And you guys uh, worked it from the perspective of your employment. Mm. What did you guys think of the show? I had 
It was a little a little slower than the last few years. Yeah, I would say. I don't. Did you kind of get the same feel? I mean, we were yeah, kinda, but I don't know if it was just our booth. We or had if it was everywhere. booth space. I don't know if it's just me being an old guy, but like I don't even remember last year. I know you guys went, but were you guys working? Yeah, last we, year. Yeah, I, we were. You I were at Mudhole, right? Yeah, I okay. worked all three days, and I think Avery hung out for an afternoon. No, I worked one day, and then I hung out the second day. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. I helped break down the second day. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we were there. I, Avery was there for two days. I was there for three. It was. It was. You know, we were both working in a sense, and right. You know, but here's the difference. Last year we were on the iCast side, and this year we were. Oh, on the, really? Yeah, we were on okay. the iCast side, and this um, and this year we were on the IFTD side. So, I mean, there's obviously less traffic towards the the flyfag side. You know, everyone, oh for sure, everyone wants the, the niche bit. within a niche of a niche. Yeah, and then there's bitches on the iCast side. There's not very many bitches on the on. No, the we need to bring IFTD that over. Side. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like instead of Jaguars in the Hardy booth, which there were. There was no. not a jack. No, no, no. The no. There was a lot of toning to our, down of the. Uh, there was a Sage vehicle. There was a Sage vehicle, and that's yeah. more badass than yeah. the Jaguar. Was it a Westphalia? Is that yeah. A, yeah, yeah, I think that's how you say it, Westphalia. Yeah, it was the the Volkswagen van. That's the coolest thing I saw that I cast. I'll be honest. Yeah. Too bad there's not a fly fishing after dark sticker on it. Yeah, there's I, no you know, stickers. No, maybe there's one graphic. Maybe next year we can get to it. Yeah, maybe next year we can try to put one on there. The I had, like, uh, a security guy on it. I tried. <laughs> we made it happen, or someone made it happen. I, I, we don't. None of us know. We just right. happened to walk by and we saw a sticker on there. So someone was able to accomplish it. But there was a lot of people with our stickers walking around that place. I think it was the flood tide guys. To be honest with you, probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. bags. Yeah. Shady. 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 So yeah, um, IFTD 2017. I yeah. left IFTD with more questions than I did answers. <laughs> And solid point. Probably the biggest question I had, um, not that I remember much about the Yeti party. I do recall that the Yeti party, apparently you have to be somebody. Like you've got to be notable, important, VIP, let's say, to get an invite to the Yeti party. Unless, of course, you know somebody that's important that already received the invite and then you run the email scam and of course that's how we got in because we are nobodies we're just you know a bunch of guys that you know even mark page has never heard of which is astonishing so i'm just curious what what do you guys think the criteria is to be like a fly fishing vip like how do we get on the yeti list next year without having run the scam I don't know, but I think if it's we all, purely if fly we, fishing after dark to run the scam. Like, if they give us invites, we delete them, see, and then we run the scam. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm like, you know, it's it's the quest for validation to me. You know, I mean, I'm thinking if I buy a five-gallon bucket that says Yeti on it, that maybe, just maybe, when I do the warranty registration, it'll get me the VIP status. I think if more than half of us owned Yetis, we may have gone in. Hmm. Uh, we all own Yetis. What are you talking about? In some form or fashion. Oh, that's true. I own like twelve hundred Yeti cups. So, I you know here's my thing. This is my take on it. Uh, okay. Costa and Yeti both send out invites. Right. It's just to deter people. You know, it's to deter the problem of having five thousand people show up. 
I went to the Yeti party. They asked, um, "Hey, excuse me, do you have you been? Do you have? Did you RSVP?" And I said, "Yes, I did." And then so she pulls out this list, and I said, "Okay, I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't." She goes, "Oh, okay. Do do you were you at ICAST or I was like, yeah, I was at FTD with Renzetti." And she's like, "Oh yeah, go ahead." They're not. They don't care. I think anybody's going to get in. I don't think that they give a shit. In the end of the day, it's just it's just to try and limit the amount of people who show up. You know, un uninvited. You know, it's 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 try to eliminate just the random. Just trying to keep the riffraff out. I think you know riffraff may be a little harsh. I think it's just to deter everybody and their brother from ICAST to come. You know, some people are like, "Oh, I can't get in. I'll have the invite." Well, for those of you who know, it's you can get in. Yeah, it's not it's not terribly challenging. They didn't give me they I I admit it that I didn't have they didn't give me a hard time whatsoever. They're like, "Yeah, you guys snuck into the Costa party when the dude at the gate was being like totally cool." Well, yeah, because it seemed like he wasn't. Me, from me and Cameron's standpoint, <laughs> we thought for sure that you were getting kicked out because he was like, "Whoa, get back, get back!" He, I mean, he was he was not happy with the fact that you had walked forward. It was well, very obvious. I went and fist bumped the dude from the Drake. <coughs> yeah, and uh, what's his name? Elliot. Elliot. Elliot that's right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but uh, and he was like, "Yeah, get back, get back!" And I'm like, "Dude, sorry, I was just just give him a fist bump." Like, and he's like, "Oh, my bad." Like. It's cool, but like I told you, I was gonna let you in as soon as someone walks out, and I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm waiting. I'm not breaking the rules. It's fine." He's like, "Oh, okay, cool." And yeah. then he's like, "Where'd the rest of your guys go?" You, you were trying to sneak in, to be fair. Well, I mean, kind but, of, but like not. No, no, in. no. You were. And that, trying that's to where I'm coming from. <laughs> like next year, like, that hate, was what I you hate were to doing. Think that, but you I didn't know, want to wait like the this four minutes to but, sneak. Yes. What what why does this effort to sneak even have to exist? Well, I it's not necessarily even an We weren't it, welcome. It's the Costa party was a little bit more intimidating than the Yeti party. Yeti party it, it was it wasn't a hard it, it wasn't a hard grab at all. The Costa party they gave out like fancy little wristbands like that you could have gotten before the show and all this and like when we walked up there they weren't very polite, so I was like uh, I'm just gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do it the old-fashioned way and just walk inside. Fucking crash it. Yeah, just walk inside. And then that guy. Once, once that guy, after the guy tackled Avery, he was getting <laughs> back up me. and he looked at, looked over at me and Cameron, and me and Cameron were both doing like the Tootaloo hands, and we walked away, like drifted off into the party, and it would have been impossible to find you. Of course, I couldn't find anyone. There. Yeah, exactly. I knew everybody was there. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. I, I think my mom was there. I just never saw her. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that shit was way too packed. So we got in, and Gary looks at me. He's like, "You ready to go?" I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's find Avery. And then we ended up staying. But <laughs> <laughs> I was done. Gary wasn't impressed. I just don't. Yeah. See, I don't like that. Like, look, you're gonna have a show, or you're gonna have a, a, a whatever that is, a, an event. And, you know, it's it's for people, the invite only thing and like this, like this pretentiousness at the door that you have to have like this wristband and you're watching like all 500 of these people, some of them of which are probably like special needs fishermen. Like, I just don't get like, why, do, why <laughs> does that have to do? I don't know. It's, it's a poor example. I and I've just offended people. But <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, is like creating this weird you know, like secret squirrel event around it. Like, well, fuck you. I, I want to point gonna, out like, that secret both, squirrels. both Costa and Yeti were actually on the ICAST side of the yeah. show floor. Yeah. So they have been for years. To, to me, it's almost like, were we even supposed to 
have the appeal or want to go because we're over on the IFTD, the redheaded stepchild side That's of true. the equation. Yeah. Maybe maybe they just don't even want us there. More appropriately, like the five percent of their income side of yeah. The, well, that's know. what I'm saying. You yeah. know, like it, no, I agree with and, you. And you use the word like pretentious. I think it's pretty hysterical that fly fishing, on the whole, gets the oh bunch of elitist snobs that you know do the fly fishing thing. They think they're better, and it actually ends up being the pretentious fly fishing fucks that are on the outside looking in going, how do we crash this party? Just a interesting juxtaposed maybe that's situation. Maybe that's what they want us yeah, to do. Well, no, like in the end, they, they're like, we, we, they, these guys, they need they're to smart fulfill enough. their rebellion. Yeah. Mm, maybe. They're smart enough to get in. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. The, the Yeti party ended up being okay. It wasn't as packed. The, the, the amount of people at the... the I guys, had a good time. I did too. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, from what I remember, I think we all did. Yeah, it was a good time. I don't remember how you left. Yeah, he got I don't back. remember how I left either, other than a vague memory of our buddy Rich from District Angling coming over and rescuing me from the loop that I was in as I stared at my phone and tried to figure out how to use Uber. He had like Googled the word Uber. He's <laughs> like, I can't do anything from here. And Rich was like, "Dude, just." Here, let me have your phone. What's what, where are you staying? Okay, all right, dude. They're here. Look, come here. Let me put you in the car. All right, you're good. Have a good night, dude. See you tomorrow afternoon. Because he knew I wasn't going to be up early in the morning. Well, Rich is a good friend because I don't remember. Like I would have helped you if I like was aware of the fact that you were struggling, but uh, I, don't even, I, I didn't know I was struggling, but he identified it. He like saw that like I was lost. I was like staring, I guess at my phone, trying to figure out what was going on. I knew it was time to go. Like, you, you know, like when you've been, Oh yeah. And yeah. it's like, I know the feeling you're like, Oh <laughs> shit. Just, it's time to go, man. It's time uh, to punch out, you know, yeah. eject, eject, eject. And I was there sometimes, sometimes yeah, it's there. even before you're drunk. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like that was me at the coast party. I was standing there, I was, you know, I had the uh, instant you got in, pretty much, yeah. It that was exact. I was like, I was like, you know what? This wasn't even worth it. I feel like a college kid trying to get into it. You know, the VIP yeah, section totally. of a club, like, yeah, not for me. Now, I will say that the one thing that I did dig about IFTD this year was the Drake Film Awards. Yeah, and by far the best thing about the Drake Film Awards. Was the sushi and the mini cheeseburgers, dude? Oh yeah, man! Tom by hit a hit a home run, man. <laughs> I mean, what a great little buffet they had! Great sushi. Great, what were what was the 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 trumpets? What yeah, were, they were like oh, yeah. empanada, empanada trumpets. trumpets. Yeah. Like it, it was pretty swank, you know. Yeah. And, and that was nice. And it wasn't like it wasn't even a struggle packed. to get in. It was like just no. like easy peasy. Just, Everybody having in. a good time. That's come on the in. IF, that's the yeah. IFTD's event. Yeah. And Sims, so. Sims was really the good Sims, too. You missed the Sims. Sims was a really they cool. They had awesome music. They put it on. They didn't yeah, put they it did. on. When was that? Was that an evening event? Yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, well, it was like a, a right after the show event. It started at six. Was on. it like at the show floor, like mm-hmm. at their space? It was at. It was at the Rosen Center. 
Rosen Plaza? One of the two. One of the two. It was like at the same place, but they had it to where it was. They had an inside section and they had the whole pool section as well. Uh, okay. So yeah. it was were spread you, out. Were you able to like put on waders and walk into the shallow yeah, end and yeah, stuff like that? Exactly. That would and be rad. Everyone waiting boots. I did. You yeah. won waiting boots. Like I did. the new G three waiting boots. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Very cool. Congrats, yeah. Mr. Gillett. They have now have a saltwater version too. I would call and be like, Hey, you mind if I the, it's just a yeah, contact. It doesn't even that. say like you know, use a code. It's yeah, like just yeah, yeah. email this person. Yeah. So hopefully, dude. Yeah, the Sims maybe party. I can so do let, let, here's the thing. Sims is both sides now. We know that they're iCast, IFTD. Right. But we go to Sims and like we walk in and I had asked the lady before we left the show like, is this a dealer only thing? Like I don't want to go in and crash this. And she's like, Well, yeah, it is. I'm like oh, okay. Well then these guys convinced me to go anyways. I'm like, she told me it's dealer only. And they're like, you you're gonna be able to get in. And in my head, I'm thinking like they're right, but she told me. We get there and we walk in. They're like, "Oh, hey, how are you? Welcome. Have a nice, have a enjoy." Like they didn't even, you know, they didn't care whatsoever. Right. And it was, you know, good group of people. Um, I will say something did happen that frustrated me. But before we get to that, they had a Kobe prime oh, rib that God. was like, I mean, th- it was like the size of like Paul's calves. And, I mean, it was like this giant thing on a skewer, <laughs> and they were like shaving off this prime rib. Huge. Oh my Huge. god! It was fucking yeah, delicious. It was delicious. Bigly. It was delicious. Yes. They, they nailed the food there. So and like even the buns, oh, like you could pick from like a whole grain. Yeah, bun there was. And it was soft. Yeah, and I, I had to try both, and they were both great. Wow, yeah, it was phenomenal. So and they had sushi too. So man, we I knew get I should have stayed. We I get just, into this I just event. Couldn't do it. I wasn't feeling well. Yeah, I, I feel you. I wouldn't have been there either if I didn't have to. I would not have been there either. So but we get into this event, Larry. Listen to this shit. Like, this just pisses me off. And we get into this event, and we're sitting there. We're eating fucking Kobe steak on, like, these beautiful rolls. Avery just won a pair. Well, no, he hadn't won them yet. And we're, like, standing around. Everyone's eating their fucking free steak, drinking their free beers. And the guy from Sims walks up on the stage and is on the microphone. Is like, okay, ladies and gentlemen, no one shuts the fuck up. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, eating their the fucking free Sims Prime Rib. It took him like probably five solid minutes to At get least. people to shut up to listen to him talk, and you could hear him. I just like wanted to walk around to everybody who wouldn't stop talking, just punch him in the mouth. I must like, have been outside because I didn't catch that. Yeah, you were the one no, talking. No appreciate, <laughs> or I was like, yeah. I don't think just, I was. Just though. no appreciate. Yeah. Like that's such bullshit. I'm eating probably twenty dollars worth of steak. I'm drinking a free beer, and, and no he's one's trying sh- to raffle off free beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's exactly he's trying to raffle off, and no one would shut up, and they could hear him, and I could look at people watching him, and then just turning back and continuing to talk. I'm like, that's just straight disrespect. So. I ate my beef and I listened. Oh, is it Kobe Bryant? Well, it was a small portion. $20 sandwich. I will say they weren't the greatest of portion sizes, but they were good. What? I they went back good. like three times. I did go back three times, too. <laughs> Shit melted in your mouth. It was so good. Yeah, we did. Yeah. It was at least forty dollars worth. So of prime the, the, rib. The, the the note is here: if you fuck get yeah. into a free place, you get free beer and you get free food. When they stand up on the stage to talk to you for ten minutes, you shut the fuck up and you listen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I can't stand that shit. Yeah. You guys didn't even go. You went to toys or something. <laughs> I think you were probably talking at toys. Yeah. Is it Chewies or? I think it's Chewies. Chewies. I've always said Chewies. So oh, Chewies sounds Chewies. like a Chinese place. Sticking with it. <laughs> That's right on Friday. <laughs> I go to Chewies for some Mexican. No thanks. Oh, you guys on Nacho Bar? <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Stupid. Um. Anyways, so that's that was my like. I so let's do this real quick. What's your greatest IFTD moment of all? Everything parties inside outside. My greatest IFTD moment. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'd have to go with Sims. Sims, Sims. was good. You like Just Sims? BSing around the pool. Yeah, it was cool with some good people and yeah. That was fun. Blair? Uh, mine, without a doubt, no contest. The best. Oh, no. The best. <laughs> oh, God. Is a one-year pass of nothing but good luck because <laughs> I depend on being a lucky son of a bitch. So I was introduced to April Vokey. April is in a childlike way, and everyone knows that if you rub – a pregnant woman's belly. It's good luck. She let me rub her belly. So you're looking at the luckiest guy for the rest of 2017 through 2018. And that's my moment. I loved IFTD because it was the magic. <laughs> it probably wasn't creepy at all. <laughs> I'm sure it was creepy she, as shit. You know what's funny? Is but like, I'm lucky. She didn't even give you off like a creeped out vibe though. Like no, she, was she, cool thought it was, she thought it was hysterical. That's awesome. Because the way I introduced it to her was I said, April, hey, Larry, um, nice to meet you. You're Canadian, yes? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, eh? And I said, and, and you, you're living in, what, Australia now? She goes, oh, half the year and the other half in, in, in Canada. And I said, well, maybe you're not familiar with this, but in America, pregnant, you know, pregnant woman, if you rub the belly, it's, like, it's almost like the Buddha thing. It's good luck. And I, I'm just wondering, you know, I, I certainly wouldn't touch you without, you know, you saying it's cool, but... Could I rub your belly to get good luck for the next year? First, she, that was a lie. And she's like, oh, my God, yes. And she proudly put that belly out there and let me rub that belly. And here I am, lucky monkey. I mean, I'm just lucky guy. Yeah. You April Vokey's, you know, belly rub. That's the highlight. Cambo, what was your favorite IFTD moment? I don't really count. Because it really wasn't there. Yeah, you were. You you spent but a day there. And Sims party for me. Sims party, yeah. 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 And Gary, yours? Kevin. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mine was a Kevin Finn. I, the honestly, Kevin I experience? That was awesome, yeah. No, hold on. <laughs> was it the Kevin Finn experience courtesy of Lawson Builder, or was it the Kevin Finn Tom Gordon conversation? Because oh, you had two moments with Kevin. Yes. I honestly the combination of both. I mean, I think the original like where he acted like a hard ass, that was like fun to watch. That was the original conversation we had. Right. And then the second conversation um between him and Tom was just golden. It was just like I literally just sat back and it was it was just chuckled inside the whole I time. I would have paid money to watch it again. Right. It was an yeah, it was. It was like McGregor versus Mayweather. I mean, it, it wasn't, you know, they they didn't throw any punches or anything like that, but it was it was fun to watch. That was, there that was, was just, fun to watch. You know, it, it was actually friendly on both their parts, but you could just feel it, though. You know what I mean? The like, tension that, was there. Nothing nothing ever seemed, you know, bad. Is that just how Kevin is with everybody, though? Because, like, the next morning he walked by the booth and... He just he makes smile. My, he he just smiled makes my and said, "Pucker, I just good can't. morning, Avery." And I said, "Good morning, Kevin." And it was like the most awkward, like robotic responses. Like, uh, is it? Is that just how he is? Yes. Yeah. He did. He like, did. Uh, he did that, tell me. Was that friendly or was that not friendly? He did tell me. I don't know whether to shake your hand 
or punch you in the face. Was, he that said, said that to you? Yeah, he, yeah, he said that to me. Yeah. Wow, what an idiot. Yeah, he's he is up there on the... Uh, <laughs> wow, what an yeah. idiot. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. So, so I guess the highlight for for East Cape would have been the fact that they had their new bay boat at the uh, IFTD. Yeah, how novel is that? They had a picture. The, oh, that's right. It's just a picture of the bay boat. Yeah. Oh. So, it was an a amateur sketch. It looked like the leprechaun from, oh. <laughs> on that one YouTube video. Yeah. And that well, leprechaun looks a lot like someone I, sitting to the is left. That, is that the, like the new trend? It's like, I'm going to out bay boat you? Because yeah. like, it seems like that's Do you think like it's funnier that the, the party gas, is like, the bay boat party? The gas was like 10 gallons more than Hell's Bay, and it was two feet longer or like a foot and nine inches or something ridiculous. It were like, you know, they, you know they already had it. The, the reason it's not at ICAST today or it wasn't at IFTD this weekend is they already had one built, and then Hell's Bay announced theirs first. And like, fuck, we got to go longer. Like we we gotta add more gas. We gotta go longer, and then then that's why they've just had drawings. And that's my that's my theory, at least. I don't know. Yeah, but I I, I did hear that it's it's been very welcomed in the bass fishing community. That it's probably going to be a really good bass fishing platform. So they've got that going for them. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, let's take a break. Let's take a break. I need a beer. I do um, too. I haven't had a single beer. You since, have it since happy hour. No, we have oh, a beer wow. review. So let's go. I'm going to drink a beer during the break, and then we're going to come back. And we're going to do a beer review. And I believe we're probably going to go ahead and uh, start having a little low country flavor added to number forty three. Should we even mention, or do you think that because they are so fast on their feet that everyone is already going to know that they're here because their show was out before ours? Or do you think we should mention the fact that we have the boys from the low country here you know and Carl? And CA. What do you mean they're going out at the same time? They're going to be simultaneously posted. Broadcasted. I don't get fucking told these things. Um, I'm sure I was. I'm sure I was. Anyway. Figured out from social yeah. meteors. Well, they're all here. Kaboom. Let's go get a beer. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. You, you got a song, eh? Yeah. Let's make it happen, dude. Damn, nice. In my head, I'm so ugly. That's okay, cause so are you. Broke our mirrors Sunday morning. Every day for all I care, I'm not scared. Light my candles in a daze Cause I found God Choice there, Avery. I'm trying to stay awake, man. That's not the song to stay awake to, to be honest. But. No, but it's better than our usual like, like what? Bluegrass slash. 
I don't think we've done bluegrass in 30-something shows. We did bluegrass last show. Oh, I wasn't here for that. <laughs> that was uh, Paul yeah. Puckett covering Nirvana. Paul Puckett. <laughs> was wondering. Yeah, that was. That was Paul Puckett. So, Gary, you weren't we have, here. Was that the, Nirvana? Was you that weren't Paul? here for the last show, yeah. the 4th of July? No. Well, you know, I'm going to do a little deja vu so that you'll feel like that you were here. Yeah. Um, we actually recounted some stories of, like, things that had gone on while everybody had been busy and, like, stories of fishing trips and such. And Avery took Sam Bailey out. And uh, Avery told a pretty good story about, like, going out with Sam Bailey and motor troubles, boat breaking, Sam doing really well with uh, the bamboo rod, I believe, and and Sam um, fed a 30-inch redfish, and I think Avery said broke it off, and uh, I want to revisit that story. Because uh, I ended up talking to Sam last week. Sam called me and was like, hey, man, I just listened to the to the show. And I, I think Avery might have got some of the details wrong. You, you guys told me to lie. Who? I was winking the whole time. Okay. So what what was that little lie? That we were on plane on the way back. No, no. Okay. Think about the 30-inch redfish. Did he break off? Because Sam has a different story. No, it, I want to know the story about the the on plane. Oh yeah, no, you guys were saying something, but so he didn't break off. The hook broke, and it was it was a either a TMCO or a grip that was a little rusty. All right, that's... but it had some surface rust. Okay. And it was solid, like I felt it, but it was also the third time that I've had a hook break and like Okay, I just I had remembered the story as as Sam had remembered or had heard it and was like, Hey man, I just want you to know I didn't break that fish off. I don't know I don't know what the deal is, like Avery doesn't like me or something, but he set <laughs> me up for failure, man. I saw that fly when it came back. And the hook was like in half. It was an old rusty fly. I mean, I, I thought we were better friends than that. Avery's the king of using old things and short leaders. So I he just, just want, doesn't give a shit. I just wanted to get out there and say, you know, Sam, we all think you're a solid dude. We we now know for sure because Avery copped to it. It was a little bit of surface rust. It was a defective hook. It had nothing to do with Sam Bailey's fishing ability. Did I? That's all. Just I, wanted to make sure that and, our listener got a fair shake. No, and no they intention. weren't on plane. And <laughs> we weren't on plane. <laughs> right. That's what I remember lying about. Because you guys were telling me you were telling me to lie or like this better be a I don't know, good story or something. I don't know. But we either way. Broken yeah. hooks. Broken hooks. No, broken, I wouldn't I wouldn't have lied about that. Broken dreams. Squeezing them hard too too hard in the vice. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't have lied. <laughs> About that, or just, uh, is just that what it is? Could have been a, like a, a that defect. Hap- that happens a lot. A lot of a lot of times, like a broken hook is more related to like the how hard it was put into the vice. Okay. But I'm, I will say that the if you have a consistent problem with a certain brand of hook breaking, it's probably not the vice. But 
if you talk to like tarpon guys when they have broken hooks like for a long time they've been blamed on the hook when now they're finding a lot of those are flies tied with a certain vice or with somebody who doesn't know how to use a vice uh, so I never I, I didn't actually learn that about a month ago and I had never even thought about that I never thought for once that you could score a hook that bad in the vice but it makes sense I mean you you don't know how hard you're cranking down on that thing I mean right anyways it was probably too elaborate. All right. Well, I just, I just wanted to bring you back into the loop because I know that you weren't here and you, you probably missed the original story. And if you happen to listen to it, I wanted to make sure that you got the accurate story after the fact. Sam and that was did not that, break that, it. that was like Sam was like, dude, can you please correct the record? Because the guy the guy gave me a rusty hook. Yeah. And probably a two foot leader. No, it was I'm his guilty rod. of that, man. Oh. I, I'm guilty of that. Like I, I, I never read. And actually, yeah. it, like, it was like a two liter, shorter, <laughs> shorter, 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 shorter. It was shorter. his rod, and uh, he cut like the tippet section off because it had knots in it or something. I don't know. Oh, um, but uh, yeah. So straight homeboy, forty forty pound. Yeah, it, it was something. Yeah, I think it was twenty, but it was like a, a hard fluoro twenty. Still good though. Chris Adams from the from the South country. Carolina from the Low Country joining us. <laughs> Welcome, Chris. Adams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he fished a lot of flood tides, so it's close enough. Right. Yeah. Well, we were in the big debate. Yeah. Earlier, you were in Jacksonville, so that's the Low Country, right? No. Mm-mm. No. No. I I set that straight too when they said it wasn't. I agree. It's not. It doesn't yeah. have anything to do with Low Country. But yeah, yeah down here now, just mm-hmm. trout setting redfish left and right. There you go. I saw you caught one solo today. I did. Nice work. Dude. Yeah. It was good. You know, it's one of those, like, you go out and things just aren't going right, and once you can stick one solo, it's it's kind of all is right. Come home here, eat some pork tacos. Yeah. Mm. That was good. Yeah. Um. So what do we got? What are we going to talk about? You were at – I don't even want to leave you out. Well, you were at ICAST, so let's see. What was your favorite ICAST moment? We already talked about this. Not Chris Adams. Not yeah, you Chris don't, Adams. You don't, oh, you don't Chris Adams. I, ICAST, no. I mean, I was on the <clears> – <throat> I told you I was in the Pacific Rim of sections. So, yeah. Yeah, that's – We already talked about it. Let's move on. Thank let's, you. Let's move on. That's good. <laughs> you want to talk about glasses maybe? Yeah. Let's <laughs> no. do that. Sorry, Chris. I, I didn't realize you were sitting down. To be honest. Well, I, they gave you like an introduction, and like I acknowledged it, but I no. wasn't. I wasn't here. I think Cam kind of gave me that look, like ah, uh, I don't know if I really want to sit down. So I was like, well, I guess the the special guest, the Bradley D and uh, Bree on the fly, had to dip out. Wait, and I I guess I just kind of stepped in. So the real question though is, you were on the iCast side. Yeah, yeah, I was on the iCast side. What was you, what was your favorite booth on the iCast side? Because I know there's some people we have a favorite booth that have a favorite booth. It's a consensus. Is it Swagger? Swagger for sure. For sure. Swagger. Yeah, there was a lot. Uh, it was like a leotard or a onesie or something. I don't know. There was a lot of shaking going on over there. They had a DJ. I hear they had a DJ and they had uh, they gave out some fake kilos or fake bricks that looked of like cocaine, cocaine that weren't that weren't t-shirts yeah, there was a lot a lot of a lot of dads that were probably happy and pleased with their daughters that worked that booth yeah that day. yeah did you ever go to buy swagger we got gary joining us tonight <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. He's in. Yeah. We're on point right now. That's it. <laughs> we're brothers, aren't yeah. we? Gary just flew in from Maybe. Manitoba. He's here. We're, we're both out of this. All right. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Oh, great. Great. And you in, Chris. Chris, thanks for coming by, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, see you later. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> hey. Um, fly fishing after dark fashion is when we go to Mexico, we tell a story about it for two hours. Uh-huh. We don't, we don't have two hours, but I really no. want to know how was your Mexico trip, man? I'll do the, uh, the Paul pocket version. Yeah. I, Food uh, was good. You know, yeah. it was, it was I got right. off the plane and, uh, <laughs> there was a Mexican there with a margarita and I caught some fish and we got on the plane, went home. There it is. <laughs> but, uh, no, you know, I didn't, I didn't save any, anybody's life. Okay. At the airport. Uh, with, just a foot, man. I don't think she would have died. No. Well, in Mexico, she'd have died. <laughs> for sure. Now, they're, I think their health care is better than ours. You think? Great yeah. doctors. Yeah, maybe. They'd have just... Well, cheap medicine, at least. Yeah. Right. She yeah. could have gotten a new foot for like 39 pesos. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. What you and I buy a Modelo with, we could have yeah. saved a foot. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, in, instead of Tom's, when you buy... You know, a pair of Toms, and they they give a new pair of shoes to some kid in Argentina. Yeah. When you buy a Modelo, they give a new foot <laughs> to somebody in Mexico. That's the that's Modelo's thing. They have no regulations on their escalators. I'm telling you, <laughs> these things are just ready to suck this lady's leg in. That's it. But no, uh, my wife and I and another couple went down to Grand Slam, and uh, we had a good time. I had some shots at permit and fouled up some had a couple of fish over 20 pounds followed up to the leader knot and uh a buddy of mine caught he did his tarpon permit bonefish in a trip didn't do it in a day but he That's did it stud though it was good man i mean you know he throws a spinning rod but uh i can't fault him you know it's yeah catching a tarpon in a permit's not easy you know he wasn't using shrimp or crabs or anything like that so some artificial stuff and uh as you know, the guides, the food, everything was fantastic. So, did you get to say hey to everybody for us? I did. I did. Uh, Victor and Mike, and Miguel, that whole that whole bunch. Awesome. I said hey to all the mosquitoes and all that. Nice. But uh, yeah, it was good. It was awesome. solid. Did you get the mojito from Victor? Yeah, I did. You know, I hate mint and I hate mojitos, but I said, "Can I have uh, the gillette?" And he was like, ah, oh, see. Yeah, yeah. So I had it. That's it. Yeah. It, it's a heartburn drink. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's definitely it's a heartburn good, drink. It's good one. You know, one. Right, yeah. One, you got one and it's a One is all I got. And thank they're, goodness they're like small. And they're kind of expensive. And very expensive. But you don't know that till the end. Mine wasn't too bad. Yeah, right. I get you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll do another one. And then, but if you knew they were like eight bucks. Yeah. So. It's not really the atmosphere to be like, like it's not like the place you go like, hey, how much is that? You know, no, you just, no. Kind of just ride with it. Yeah. Now we I will our say, lesson, right. you know, we I've been, that was my fourth time. Mm-hmm. So I buy the big giant Gatorade bottle and put a handle of Maker's Mark in it. Do they have a problem with you doing that? Like uh-uh. they have no problem with it? Nope. Okay. Nope. Put a handle of Maker's in it and throw it in my check bag and yeah. show up. That's not a bad idea. I, I mean, they probably buy- roll my eye. They, they roll their eyes, I'm sure at some point, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you still tip as good at the end, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, and they, cares? I know. think it's pretty standard. It's just like, you know, this is how much you tip them, blah, 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 no matter how much you ordered or whatnot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, well, right on, dude. When are you going back? I don't know. They're trying to get me to go back down at the end of August, but yeah, there's, you know, this thing called work. Yeah, fuck work. I'm trying to get Cuba lined up. So. Yeah. Yep. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know about Cuba Dread. Well, yeah, me and Chris are going. Yeah. yeah. It's new. You want in? But We just... You should. Like right now, we just talked yeah. about it. I'm going to go on a quick one. I think I'm going to do like a call in sick on a Friday or a Monday. Go go quick. Yeah. What, we'll be back what, on a Tuesday. What kind of cash are we talking? I don't really know, to be honest with you. No. Yeah. Because yeah. I've always wanted to go to Cuba. Yeah. I mean, I was looking at flights, Lauderdale to Havana's like 200-ish. Yeah. So... That's there and back and and down there. Outside of that is, I don't really know. Yeah, but it's just like three hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think the big one is the the Larry Luttrell uh, hosted trip to Patagonia that we're doing at some point. Yeah. Yep. I like that. Squirrel hunting. Squirrel. Everybody hunting. needs to squirrel hunt the Patagonia. <laughs> That's it. I want to go down there. Squirrels in that desert. Yeah. Fuck. 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 <laughs> fuck. Fuck. Fox squirrels. <laughs> I think I missed something. <laughs> I totally missed something. Uh, anyways. Oh, no. All right. Next. Yeah, what you got, Ow. Larry? There are lots of lots of notes and shit <laughs> over there. Most of my stuff is like Flood Tide crew related. All right, so. cool. Well, see you later. <laughs> yeah. Paul, but I mean, since you fine. guys are talking Mexico, I oh, understand I, got... that uh, Gary is headed back to old Mexico very yeah. soon. Belize. To, oh, Belize. That's right. Belize. I knew it was, I knew it was somewhere yes, so. where you were going Belize to um, go and tournament fish for permit. Yeah. This is my – this will be – and and I, I just wanted to put out there to everybody, let's do a pool. So Gary, we all know, is the Cape Crusader of permit fishing. Right. He's going to go to Belize to fish a permit tournament. He's on the no fish, what, no pay. Thing. What is the what is the over under of Gary winning the permit tournament? Oh God. I mean he's oh for two. So, oh God, he's batting. But is I'm he, also is he, is he zero. due? I'm due. Is he due? I think that's what Brad's counting on. No, no, right? No. You don't yeah. like if I go up and like against a major league pitcher and I don't hit, like I I hit zero for twenty. Like my over under on the next time I go up to bat is not good. Yeah, I don't. I don't think at any point you're due no. against you know. No. Somebody out there throwing just fire. No. But and permit throw fire. Yeah. I spit it. But I'm thinking, I don't know. I mean, so I think there's like... I mean, like, there's 12, always a chance. 12 teams. Yeah? Where are you going? Yeah. So our, our guide um, is actually... Just so close your eyes. We're going to Ambergris. Okay. Um, Will Flack is um, not our guide. Will uh, Flack puts the tournament on. Is Will that the guy Flack, with the tattoo on his neck? Yes. Which makes him that much Looks more Looks like permitting. your hat. Uh, yeah. He his apprentice Daniel is our guide. Okay. So I was like, uh, well, you know, it's kind of a junior guide. Well, he won it last year, or either last year or the year before. So Daniel our, won, it, won it as a guide or as an angler. As a guide. Okay. Won it, he's this isn't the first time he's guided this, but he is still Will's like apprentice junior guide. He also I think guides you know on his own as well. But when Will's in town, that's who <laughs> Will uses as his junior guide. But Daniel has fished it as a guide and has won it before. Mm. So I think that's you know that ups our chances. Like the guy obviously knows the game. But who was he fishing with? 
I don't know the answer to that. But but if if you get a hundred shots and you are zero for one hundred, you're still not going to win it. Well, yeah, of course, right. Uh, you know, I think so. We so it's actually it's a Grand Slam tournament. So oh. those are one of those things that like this is this is Gary's luck. You know, I go now. I want to win a tournament, right? Uh, I go and I catch my permit early on, and then we go and we knock out a nice little. Uh, you know, tarpon, and then we can't catch fucking bonefish for like three days or something. Like, oh, that's, that's impossible. That's not, 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 not I know. An amber I know. No, I know. Impossible. It's not. It doesn't seem possible. So what is it like? An inches works. kind of thing? It's like a point system, I think. Right. So it's you know, bonefish are worth a certain points. Tarpon yeah. are worth one yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, no, it, it depends on whether they want yeah. you. To I do. mean, even if they're worth one and permit were worth a hundred, I think you got a better shot at catching two hundred or two hundred bonefish than. Yeah, I'd rather lose. But yeah, I you know I I really am kind of making that up. I think it's a point system. I know it's a Grand Slam tournament. I know that I'm going there to catch permit. So, so when is this? When are you going? It's um, August. It's the first week of August. It's first the, week of yeah, August. it's the first Wednesday, Thursday, oh, Friday, okay. Saturday, Sunday. Bad. So like two weeks from now. Yeah, two weeks from now. I was gonna say. So it's called the Hurricane Slam tournament. No. <laughs> yeah, that so last so Daniel definitely didn't win last year because it got it got hurricane. So Right. Yeah. They got they got hit pretty good. Um yeah, look, you know, it should be interesting. Dude, flights out of Fort Lauderdale under two hundred and fifty bucks round trip. Yeah. Like pretty good shit. Actually but, under two hundred dollars round trip. But then uh I mean you guys are going out to Ambergus, so then you gotta get Tropic on, Air. Right. Tropic, tropic Air is as much as the damn I mean well, the, tro- tropic the never 30, changes. The thirty yeah, it's one fifty seven. No matter no matter what it is. Right. So either one fifty six on a Thursday or one fifty seven on a Friday. Like it's That stupid. works. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. Well yeah, I didn't uh you know, for all the micro skiff listeners out there, I didn't get to talk about whores and cocaine and all that. You know, you and I, Larry, had a little, yeah, the, the one guy, uh, and I think it's been kind of picking at me, you know, I usually don't let those forum guys bug me, but I love the guys that are like, oh, I don't want to listen to a fucking Mexico trip unless it's got cocaine and whores and a dead body. Well, apparently you haven't been to Mexico, because we don't do that. Especially not put to Allen. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, that's, I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that. We'll move on. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mexico City trip, but like, what the yeah. fuck you catching there? That's what I'm saying. Except for whores, cocaine, and dead bodies. A dead body. Yeah. No, there's plenty of STDs too. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yep. yep. All right. So, uh, we have a lot of people to get on mic. Yep. So uh, I'm gonna take this beer and I'm gonna mosey on. But what's the? Who's this? This is um, from a a friend of the show, actually a friend of Flood Tide. Um, her name as well. is uh, Leslin, and um, she is from, did we just establish, is it Nashville or Knoxville? I think it's right. It's Nashville. She's from, no, it's Knoxville. No, I got the address on here. It's Nashville? And it is Nashville. Okay, cool. Tennessee. Well, our friend Leslin sent this in. Um, she actually sent us two different beers, right, Avery? Or is it just yeah, the one? two awesome. different beers. And, you know, it. I we could have looked at the can. The can is from Nashville, Tennessee, too. Little Harpeth Brewing. Mosaic. Mosaic. Doesn't uh, Reinheist have a mosaic too? Reingeist. Reingeist. Reinheist. That's something as well. But that's Rein- like a ghost that holds up. Like Oh, yeah. That's from SpongeBob. Um, <laughs> no. So Reingeist does have a mosaic, right? Well, yes, Reingeist. It's Rein very Geist likely mosaic. because mosaic is the type of hop that 
use for this. God, Larry, you've gotten so good India at beer. You've gotten so good at beer, man. Way over my head. I'm this is an in, this isn't an IPA. This is an Indian or India Pale Colch. Colch. Hmm. IPK. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready too. Yeah. So this this we gotta get booby units on this one. I'm drinking Jim Beam from the Jim Beam family. Bourbon. Where's yeah. that out of? Yeah. Kentucky. Bourbon County, Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, Bourbon County Bourbon. Cool. All right, so a little Harpeth Brewing. It's good. It's middle of the road IP IBUs. Oh, that's um, really good. Mm. You don't like it? I, I don't care for it. No? No. I don't like I it. I don't. Just can't get. Maybe I'll take a little bit bigger sip. See yeah. how, how it's going. But like a pretty big sip. First, first pass, I'm just like, mm, I mean, it tastes not a like big beer. Fan. What so is it? What is it about it? The flavor. Well, thank yeah. you. Um, it's a lot of I. IBUs. No, I don't think it is super high IBUs. It's a little flat, but that could be from shipping. Consistent with the beers, the yeah, but it's still. I mean, it's like I like. It is kind of flat. I like it. I I would agree with that. Not terribly flat. I don't think it's a flat beer, but I don't know. There's just like the flavors not particularly interesting. It's just. It tastes like any Indian pale thing that I've had Colch. before. Yeah, any of your other India pale colches. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, yeah. I, like yeah. I said, I'm not a I'm not a guy that is into all this, but it's definitely yeah. not a knocking my socks off. But I like her. Maybe if I mix it with some beam, it might might go, get me there. Go for it. That's it. Just yeah. a little. Oh yeah. yeah. You're nice. actually gonna drink that? Yeah. Why not? Sounds disgusting. <laughs> Uh, it's tart tea. Tart tea. I'll mix it up. <laughs> Larry is disgusted. I, I'm no, I'm not. I'm just like yeah. I'm at a loss for how to describe like what it is that I'm like not oh, digging. Got about an amber it. alert going on. Come on, Will. Oh, it's boy. just Will's kids are always getting stolen. <laughs> you, you've got the hoppy flavor to it, but Holy it doesn't have a hoppy bite. And I don't know if I've just gotten used to having more of a bite to a hoppy beer. It does have a I bite. I can't believe Carl. See, I'm not different. getting a bite. Oh, it, you're not? It, yeah, it's like more. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of get like a, a like a lemon lime follow. That's why I mix it with my bean. Oh, nice. Kind of lemony. I think it's good. I think it's not as. It's not bad. It's just not like something going wow. No. I want another. It's been a while since we've had a beer that we've kind of all disagreed on. Yeah. But I mean that's just part of the damn game, right? right. We good thing you never we, know. We got another one. We do have another oh, one. Oh, we're to good. Try. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll have a redemption possibility. It's a double though. I don't and, know. And, that, and, you know, know. Oh, it's a double yeah. IPA. Oh, oh the next cool. one's a double IPA. Yeah. Yeah. She said I'm that out. Before. <clears throat> that's gonna wow. be a double out. That's for me. you, bud. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, this not is this definitely guy. not got like a huge IBU number. Like this is it's well below. Uh, below fifty. Like, you think it's below fifty? I think it's. I think it's like down in the thirties. It's pretty low. Um, I'm gonna go with a thirty-nine. Are you looking it up, Avery? Uh, I just started, so it's gonna take me a minute. Okay, that's fine. We are in no rush, yeah. sir. He's new to Google. Well, I mean, Harpeth is kind of a perhaps. Tough. Perhaps it's you know better in like a 
some type of glass with the correct shape to like bring out the notes and the flavors and all mm. that. But yes, like a straight out of the can or is, something. Yeah, a goblet. Good, good terminology. Um, it's just okay. Please say thirty-nine. Come on, Avery. I'm, I'm going. Trying. I'm going to go 46. You wouldn't want a rookie to come in here and drop the mic on you guys. <coughs> I'm going to go just sub, sub 50, 46. You're, it's amazing in 43 shows how good you've gotten. There yeah, was, was, there was say, a point you didn't even know what the fuck we were talking about, yeah. and you've like nailed them on the head yeah. multiple times. I'm lucky. I rub bellies. No, I think that's still, it's still pretty impressive. You, you, son Ooh. of a bitch, I forgot. What is it? <sighs> All right, give it, give it. Well, you again. heard mine. I was 39. I was 46. <clears throat> What's the lowest we got at the table so far? 39? I think I'm 39. Is the lowest. 46. All you got to do is 38. I was at 50. Yeah, it's. I, I'm going lower. I'm going to say 35, 34. It's say not, one it's dollar, not Bob. super crispy hoppy. I fucking hate Larry, man. Is he, is On the money at 35. Damn. It's just, I mean, it's... On the money, it's not Whoa. super oh, hoppy, buddy. and that's that's what I'm telling you is like, it's not like crisp hop. It's just it's got good. a touch of hop. It's just like the third to the point that it almost makes it feel like it's like a little bit on the flat side. Yeah, and maybe it's just because yeah. I have the expectation mosaic hop. It's an India Pale Kolsch, Which but it's. Want? Who is this man? Yeah, right. <laughs> dude, mean, we, we pulled this dude out of the fucking curb drinking PBRs 42 weeks ago. It's the belly rubbing. And now all of a sudden he's on the money with he's, every yeah. fucking beer. He's a yeah. fucking beer snob from hell. It's the belly rubbing. <laughs> I don't really like this the, one. This India Pale Coach doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. It, it, it definitely belly. would not be a skiff beer for me. No. I mean, no. no. I, li- yeah. I like it. I honestly, I think. I'm glad to say that I've tried it. Yeah. Um, and for sure, that's the best I got for you. I'm nice. glad to say that I tried it. I mean, I, nice. I want to try every beer. Yeah, for sure. That's my for goal. sure. Sure. Whether I so, like it or not. Um, thank you very much for getting a beer down our way so we could try something new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Flood Tide says, what's up? Can mix it that's up right. The boys from Flood Tide say, howdy. Mix it up with some bourbon. They, uh, so this good. is... This is what she said. She said, hope y'all enjoy the Nashville beer. Love the podcast. Keep up the great work. Hope to pass by soon. Come and visit I wonder if she was Nashville. down for IFTD. Is she, like, uh, working at a fly shop or is she just an angler that just likes to get out? And or maybe she's pregnant. A little efficient. Maybe needs a belly rub. No. I know somebody that can take care of that. That's she it. is, um, looks like she's still in college. Okay. She's younger and she uh, she likes to fish. Uh, I think she has families. No. Is she, she has, down to fish? She has she family DTF? that lives over on the west coast that she goes and visited or visits and fishes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, which seems more cool. of like a, a, you guys know her via like Instagram, Instagram. or anything? Okay, because yeah. I'm not familiar. Yeah. Like trout, trout kind of stuff back home in Tennessee that she does, or is she I believe like, so. Yeah. Okay. And then and then does um um does some saltwater stuff. I over. think the guys from Flood Tide said she comes down. Uh, Owen Player comes down, fishes with Owen. Okay, that's solid. Yeah. So he, he's more like a Beaufort kind of yeah. fish guy, right? She goes to Beaufort's fish within like five miles an hour or something. Okay. Wow. The real low country, Beaufort's the The low country. Right. Yeah. 
I understand that Buford has like yeah. bigger tide swings than like you guys up in Charleston. I mean, you guys like to talk about having big tidal swings, but Buford really has the tide. Well, it's because it's actually in the Low Country. Yeah, but what's a big tidal swing? Because in Jacksonville, it's six. They oh, get that's... like eight feet. Oh, yeah. oh no, Buford gets like ten. Really? Oh yeah. Buford's go yeah. big or go home. Wow. That'll work. This is actually fly fishing, boys. Not that any of our guests can All right. half the people. But Chris, thanks for coming on, bro. I was going to say, I think I'm going to pass it off. We're, we're going to get on a flood time. We're going to call tide. in somebody. We're going to bring right. a lefty, bring in a so righty. Who are we doing? It's time to bring in somebody from Barely a Podcast. No, we're not, we're, no, no break. We're just going to do a, a mid, mid-shift here. Are we going to a break, Gary? Would you rather break? Or are we just going to? No, let's, let's just roll, roll through. Let's just roll in. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, I'm going to head out. All right. Oh, so thanks I gotta for coming back. by, man. I'll see you all tomorrow. Yes, sir. On the water. Most excellent. Take care. All right. Not a problem. Are you sleeping in, Abe? Hell yeah. Me too. You want fish like at 11? Yeah, let's go to JB's. All right, and then we'll fish after. And then we'll fish after. 10-4. You want to take my boat? I don't care. My boat's out. That's true. Okay, Woo. cool. I'll buy your lunch. Did you cool. Did you wash the boat before you came over to do this? Podcast? I washed it. He washed it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This seat is warm. I was gonna say, man. I got, I got a little. I got, I got some shoes to that'd fill. Be, that'd be a, a first if you guys didn't wash the boat for the overnight. No, she's washed. She's right. ready. Yeah, she's, she's ready to get ready dirty to again. Ready to get dirty again. <laughs> yep. She's washed. Hey, as Willie Nelson would say. Who was that? Hey, Paul. Puckett. This is Paul Puckett. Hey, how y'all? Hey, guys. Paul. Paul hey, Puckett. Hey. You guys, I'm a little. Uh, the mouse and the throat's a little warmed up. I got a little bourbon in me. All, All right. Nice. Yeah, this, um, this beer was left behind. Should I try it that y'all yeah, were talking about? Yeah, yeah, see what it, you think. Try. Let me think. I, I handed you one as well. <laughs> kind of lemony. Yeah, it's definitely got a lemony. Well, it's got a little bit of, it's got like a hint see, that's of lemon my, that's like, That is, if I were to have an India Pale something, that would be it. That that's in your that, I could live with that thing. You like that? Yeah. I, I could have told you before you sat down that that was going to be perfect for you. And Lawson told me too. He's like, you would like this. Oh, there's no doubt because the no. can absolutely 100% matches your shirt. It does. Yeah. That I mean, does. the yellows and the green. And it's graphic like and simple. There. I like it. I like it. Have you ever done artwork I mean, for a uh, beer company? Like for like canned beer? No, not yet. No. Not yet. Is that something like on the Will, top my manager's over there shaking his head. No, I know. It just it was funny to look over. I was like, no, you haven't. <laughs> we've, t- we've talked about it. There's a few things possibly in the works, but... Yeah. Uh, if you just just ask Will later. He'll have all the answers on that. Okay. He'll, he'll have the details. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, it's going to be on this with you fellas. We're we had a good time with you here. last night. That was fun last night. Yeah, the uh, Billy Live Will show, Will Abbott show, and uh, it was fun. Yeah, he got after it. Will got after it. He last did night. get after. He it. did. Yeah. Will like brought. I loved it. Brought the game. Yeah. It was. <laughs> He's a road player. <laughs> it was probably your most raunchy show to date. It was fun. Oh, how many f bombs were dropped? Oh, a lots. Lot. I don't know, but I heard one in the first minute from you. No. Tonight. Yeah. I'm um, sure. Like, not I that Paul it, keeps count or anything. No. I mean, from time to time, if I, uh, Avery, Avery I get, a, I keep an Avery count. Yeah. Avery's Just Avery an count. Avery count. 
Yeah. So wait, so if we have less f bombs in the show than your show, do we win some sort of like podcast prize? Paul's <sighs> just got to drink an entire bottle of Jim Beam <laughs> in six hours. Oh. So an entire like little bottle. No, little no, bottle. no. Oh. Like a fifth. Yeah. Either we'll just see what happens. I got a feeling y'all gonna win. I got a feeling you will definitely win. I think I've been pretty good. I mean, win is in more f bombs. Oh. Gotcha. So, oh. Yeah. oh, that's who the winner has more f bombs. Yeah. So oh, the wow. prize is to drink an entire bottle. <laughs> yes, <of> exactly. <laughs> okay. You're the winner. You're the winner. You're the winner. That makes more sense. So, Mister Paul, um, I want to know what was your favorite IFTD moment. We've asked everybody who sat down at this point. And that's including I mean, any anything just from Wednesday when you arrived to Friday evening when you left. Probably uh, post post IFTD at Arena Sports Bar on Thursday night. We had a solid crew of people, and the the fun just kept escalating. And we might have drank a few too many beers. And uh, would this be the evening be that night. resulted in? Duh. An epic or a monumental Monument. hangover. Yes. Yeah. So that was probably y'all. Y'all were not there. Y'all were Wednesday at your, evening. Y'all were at, y'all were at your uh, the Eddie party. Yeah. No, Costa party. I was sleeping. We this were. was Wednesday night. This was Wednesday night. Was no, we were there. Party. We were there at Wednesday night, right? No, no, no. no, no. We went Tuesday, Tuesday night. Y'all Tuesday. were out, you know, meeting people and and getting free drinks. I got and a free cup. Free cups. Yeah. And we were out doing the you know the the working man's work, and yeah. uh, playing pool and ping pong and enjoying ourselves. You scared me away with that first ping pong game. I didn't uh, want to go back after that. I you, almost beat you, Paul. We had a good game. That Did was you? that was actually that. I it can was change, a solid game. I'll change my. Wasn't it like 20, highlight of the? Wasn't it like twenty-one to eighteen or something like that, or nineteen? Damn. No, we went twenty-one twenty-one. We and did. Then you ended up winning twenty-three twenty-one. Okay. And Gary had been – I was actually worried about playing him because he's been talking shit for like six months about ping pong. I could not back it up. I, and I blew it. Actually, I think I came I'm, out of the I think I'm like 8-0. I'm 8-0 after IFTD ping pong. It's like right. the Gary ping I, pong See, I beat Gary game. almost every yeah. time, and we I won the tournament. You did not beat me almost every time. You're just speaking nonsense now, sir. I believe that he has probably beat you every time. Negative. No, no. no. I'm no. saying every every contest that <laughs> no, we play. That's not true. No, we I were, won one night, remember, because we had a final night. Yes, yes, and then we had a final night. So do you wait until he gets that's deep right. in that bourbon and then you play him oh, kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, well that counts. we both are. We both I just handle it a little bit Okay. Uh, you are the older one, yeah. the elder. Yeah, that's a lie. You're wise in your years. and Oh, very wise. Um so tell me a little bit about this uh, this ping pong. Where where did this skill come from? Because that ain't that just isn't fabricated from. Well, funny that you ask. Be not that it's that funny, but back probably uh, <laughs> junior in high school, no or senior, no junior, back in Dallas, Texas, my buddy got a ping pong table, and that ran like our summer, ran our lives. After every day of school, we'd go to his place and drink beer and play ping pong. And he had just gotten one of those old Toyota Land Cruisers, like the old school, like, like the old FJ forty. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He had just gotten one. We were out there playing ping pong, and he had the hood lifted on it. So he was kind of tinkering on the the truck while my bu- other buddy and I were playing. This this older gentleman came up and he said, "Hey, I would love to take a photo of your truck. I'm an illustrator, an artist. 
and I'd love to see if I could, if I could use it for something. So he took some photos of the truck, and about two months later, we're out there playing ping pong, and he came up, and he uh, gave my buddy Michael a $50 bill. said, I'd really appreciate you letting me use that. Wow. And uh, I didn't know who this guy was. And then about three months later, we're flipping through Field and Stream magazine, and there was an ad for, uh, what are those knives that uh, – Benchmade? No, they they but, they were the little tools. They they got so popular. Leatherman, uh, oh, Leatherman, Leatherman, yeah, Leatherman, Leatherman. Oh. Leatherman tool. And there was the drawing of his uh, his truck for the ad. And it turns out it was Jack Unruh. Uh, and you have a sticker on your thing over there, the unfinished painted yes. painted looking steel uh-huh. or steelhead or salmon or something. Yes. Anyway, he just recently passed away, like a month ago, but. Oh no, a year ago. But since then, I realized who he was. I started working for the fly shop in Dallas. He would come in all the time, and he's—if you ever never seen his artwork, Jack Unruh, unbelievable illustrator artist. He was on your list last night. Yeah, yeah. So uh, by playing ping pong out in the drive, it turns out he lives in Dallas, and I'd always help him at the fly shop. So I got to know him a little bit, not too well, but uh, so ping pong merged with Jack Unruh back in the day. And that was the beginning of my ping pong, uh, just domination. The power of Unruh is what I like to call it. Is that, I feel like that's more of a story of how, like, you started drawing or, like, you like you formed some inspiration. Ping pong and him. art go together in, okay. my, in my background, yes. Gotcha. Uh, so you played a lot of ping pong in college. Yeah, in <laughs> college and high school, and we'd go to the old student union and rock some ping pong. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So, so there, here's what I got for you, Paul. I need to set something up. I know a good ping pong player that's within this group of people. Actually, sitting in this room right now. Old Cambo? Old Cambo is a ringer. He is a ringer. And I think that FFAD's best chance at beating Paul is with our man right there. And I wish we would have talked about this earlier because we actually have access to a ping pong table right now. There's nothing well, that would stop us from going up there after we're done. I think we should just take a break uh, and that's right not, now. And that's, we'll I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna set myself up for failure at two in the morning. No, it's it's only it's eleven forty five. I think we put <laughs> yeah, this but by thing the on t- break. By the time we're done with this, no, we put this thing on break. We take our ass to the clubhouse and we play ping pong right like now. One game, one game. Cameron versus Paul. And Bucket. we come back and we say what we happens. Come back and say what I'm happens. Down for that. Let's make All it right, let's do it. If that can happen, pause this, Cameron. All right, come. Come put us to break. This is the we're going to do it right now. Right now. We're going. And we're going to come back and talk about we're it. We're going to yes, come back are. and talk okay. about it. Instagram Live. This wow. Is Instagram Live. Yeah. smokes. So. This is bad. No, Cameron, I've watched you play. We get like five minutes of volley. Cameron, I've played twice in the last three or four years. All right. Three All right. times in the last you four can, years. I saw you on Instagram. I've seen him play. He's, dude, he's a ringer, but you got him. You got him. All right. Pause the shit. We're going to play some ping pong. We'll be right back. Well, Okay. Pocket goes down. Old Cambo, the lord of the paddle, the man of the green table, takes old Pocket. 21-17. Mm, fierce fault battle. Paul, your thoughts? I'll wait and come in when everyone does, and we'll talk about it. Back to us. Great job, Paul. <laughs> All right, back to the fly fishing after dock boys. Thanks, Scoot Callahan. Well, well, Thanks, well. 
So for those, that was a quite an abrupt break. But so we talked things about things happen. Things happen fast. Yeah, and we seized upon the moment. Yeah, we we started talking about how we wanted Cambo to play Paul, and then as we started talking about it, we figured out we actually have the ability to do it right now, and we did. Here's Tell us about it. Here's Tell my it, here's my kind of play by play assessment. My, my my assessment is that he had a, a solid spin, a little solid spin. I I contained the spin and figured out about after seven or eight serves, but what he got me with are those. Those deep baseline shots that I thought were going to go over the edge, cliffhangers, and just hit that corner. What I want to know, Paul, is what were your initial thoughts going into this? What did you expect from oh, Cambo? I didn't, I didn't have any expectations. I was ready to play, and uh, it was obvious coming out of the gate that he was too. Okay. Cambo, we have uh, the uh, reigning champion of the uh, Fly Fishing After Dark ping pong team here, uh, Cameron Legaspi, well-known as Cambo. Um, if you don't follow him on Instagram, it is at Cambo02. And if he follows Cam02. you... Cam02. Oh, key, what is it? Like, give, give it to us. Gary follows him, clearly. Yeah. It's something like C-A-M-B-02. All right. We're going to follow... Everybody follow at Cam... I even follow... I follow him now. Yeah, we know. I'm really excited about that, <laughs> yeah. by the way. So, Campbell, I got a question for you regarding the ping pong game. Mr. Paul Puckett here, you had already had a, a little bit of an expectation. You've seen recently on a Instagram Live stories from the IFTT, or IFTD 2017 <laughs> <laughs> Flood Tide Co. Live story that Paul, Paul's a good ping pong player. And I know I could see uh, you know a little lack of confidence in your eyes on the uh, golf cart right over there. Tell us about it. What did you think, man? So, I heard Paul was the reigning champ of TT. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was like, man, I wish I was there to to play with somebody good. You know, as somebody who's played a lot, you're just like, you just want somebody who can rally with you. That's mm-hmm. the fun of it. Yeah. Some solid volleys back and forth for sure. No. We had that. We had some of that. Definitely. We had some of that. It was a good peanut gallery too. Watching it was a uh, invasion of the community center at midnight. That's right. And it appears as though nothing bad happened. It was uh, no alarms were set. No, uh, nothing was broken. I don't think. No, I mean Sam kind of except a perfect for record a or two. Uh. <laughs> My perfect record was broken for the week. I think I'm seven and one now. Thanks a lot, Cambo. Appreciate that, buddy. That's it. Didn't happen at IFTD, so you're you're still undefeated there. You're the mm-hmm. champ. Mm-hmm. I appreciate Paul, that. Where do, where, oh, do look go, at that. where do you go from Even here? Even in victory. Cambo is gracious. He is. He is. No, that was a good. That was a good game. That was a good game. Where do you go from here? Uh, probably next year at Arena Sports Bar uh, for IFTD 18, and maybe Cambo will be there to defend his honor, and uh, we'll see what happens. We'll make sure Cambo's there. Yeah, just for ping pong at least. Yeah. Nothing else. We won't we even go to the show. We'll I'm, just go to Arena. I'm yeah. pretty sure yeah. next year IFTD. This is something we're going to create event flyers. We're gonna we're gonna pack Arenas. Why don't we just do? Why don't we just do fly fishing after dark versus barely live, like a tournament? Okay. I mean, I feel confident in my boys. I, I'm very confident in mine. Have you ever, I mean, we haven't even talked about law dog skills. I've never seen Larry play ping pong, but the motherfucker's got some reach. That's true. He's got the some wingspan's reach. there. The, the, he definitely has the wingspan. Yeah. All right. I've played Larry so, a time or two. He's pretty good. All right. All right. So fly fishing after. I, why don't we Lefties make this? Why don't we, we have to this? do it at seven though? Because. Otherwise, after seven, Doug will be too drunk. Okay. So we need. Oh, Doug! Doug's there. Doug, Doug, Doug's your fourth. Touch a ping pong in the first place. 
What about Mike? What about Mike? Mike Benson might be our guy. Okay. I've never seen Doug play ping pong. I want Mike. I want Mike first round. Okay. Will, are you in? Sure. You have no idea what we're talking about. He's, oh he's God, so deep dude. in safari right now. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, did you ever go to the swagger booth? <laughs> <laughs> On safari while in safari. <laughs> hey, why don't we make this happen at the Taylor's Ball? We could. could do you think we could get an, a, I, a know, ping pong table? I have or? a gut feeling that Paul might actually work harder on getting this done so that it can happen at the Taylor's Ball because – you know, on the ride back from the clubhouse, there was already a little bit of, uh, well, you know, it's kind of tough because, you know, I mean, losing one game, heads up, you know, it's kind of like, you know, just like an, kind of an anomaly. You know, I, I really wish it had been best like two out of three. So it's already in his brain that he mm-hmm. needs an opportunity to get his ass whipped again. Mm-hmm. So maybe he'll make that happen. Can you get? Do you think you could? I bet uh, you if you talk to Dustin, I'll bet you they probably already have a ping pong I table think they actually there. Do. Then they do. They were playing ping pong before we did at the uh, green event. They were playing ping pong. They do have one. All right. So, it's a I've, done deal. Done right. deal. Fly fishing after dark versus barely live. Yeah. Well, I Taylor, guess on their home. I'm home guessing field. that there's going to the be field? some really grouchy yeah. and grumpy old people around the Taylor Park because we're getting ready to take over the clubhouse yeah, to train. Yeah, we're taking this over. Yep. Hey, oh, yeah. so while it's we're talking, what are the dates? Serious. Bingo night. We yeah. have to go in there and train. That's right. We have official dates for the Taylor's Ball. September 15th, Friday night. It's a Friday this year. It is. It's two months from now. Two, two well, months yeah. from today. Well, because last year when Badfish guys had planned to do the Taylor's Cup, it was kind of after the fact we had already planned Taylor's Ball Thursday night. So, anyway, so now, now, we're, now we're doing it Friday night so they can have their captain's meeting at the party. And Friday awesome. night's just better anyway for people coming in from out of town. And they can come in and fish Friday, kind of do a little checking out the scene if they're fishing in those waters. And then next thing you know, Saturday's the tournament. So Awesome. And the, the, the tailing tide is until that afternoon, so you don't have to be up at the, the crack of dawn. What We won't be. Like, you can literally fish low tide at 11, and then the, well, the high tide, I think, is at 5. What, so it's can, perfect. Are they going to extend... Because last year I know it's, part- it's seven this year. I okay, think, perfect. For- yeah, because last year it was six and the tide was at five, so it was a real bitch. It was like four thirty on the Wando at least, and it was yeah. like it was a pain in the ass. So if they're gonna make it seven, well, Wando's be- always later anyway, so you yeah. gotta strategize. Yeah, I know. So well, we'll have to we'll have to think about that, but that's awesome. All so- should be good. Yeah, that's- September fifteenth. Come on, come on. Yeah, and Will's gonna be like. Uh, the bearded woman, and he's going to be some attractions, like uh, all kinds of stuff. Will's going to be doing that night. You're real excited. <laughs> I don't know what every any time of this I look. About, every time I, like I look it. over towards Will, I'm expecting a pithy comment. It, he gave it all last night. Did, he gave it all last night. I, I'm it, looking forward to listening to your all. It looks like rats ate at his sleeves. The shirt's like 20 years old. Well, at some point, rats <laughs> ate at your sleeves. <laughs> Oh, nice. Hey, maybe when you get you your mic time, you can talk about that. <laughs> I know. So, Paul, what do you want? Maybe to talk we should about? break this down, and maybe we should go to break and be done. So we'll get up here. Uh, anyway, so back to Jack Unruh, the artist that led me to ping pong, yes. and check out Jack's work. I think Jack is uh, Jack Unruh. He's turning over in his grave right now at that loss. 
You possibly could be. You've you possibly you've could got be. some work to do before the fifteenth, buddy. Uh, anyway, so but yeah. All right. All right. I mean, technically, this segment's been going a while, so maybe we need to uh, let someone flood tidy like Lawson and let well, Will no, but, really no, bring you, up the before bottom. Before you check out, I, I want to get your. I'm getting a little nervous. I want to get your take on. I'm coming off a big loss, Larry. Give me a fucking break. You know, <laughs> I know that you've been down and and done the the Orlando scene, and you've actually come over and fished the lagoon. Oh yeah, we need to but talk like, about today. But, but no, I mean, not even so. Much I want that, to talk about today, but I want to. I want to get your sense of what you think of the Taylor Park. Like, what what was your expectation? And what did it actually end up being? My expectation was literally it being a trailer park. Okay. So we've upgraded from my expectation. All right. Like I really thought it was going to be kind of a a dingy, dungy trailer park, and y'all were going to be like the oasis within that. Like y'all were going to be the nicer trailer house or something. <laughs> that's kind of really what I envisioned. Okay. And it turns out it's a great that, little. That's, that's kind of the image I've always tried to craft. And it has you know, worked. Yeah, I've got I got a I got a trailer over on the coast. Yeah, because that way you don't have as many people that are like, "Hey, man, can I come over to your place for the weekend?" I mean, mm-hmm. you got a you got a place over on the coast. Mm-hmm. I got a trailer. Oh, yeah, I got something else to do. Yeah, works out perfect. No, it's great. You come in and it's all obviously already an upgrade from what I thought. So, and it didn't matter to me what it was going to be like. I couldn't wait. I've seen pictures of the inside of the house and and. I know Scotty D and Steve and Grossman have all been here and yep. hung out and Mike Bruner and said how much fun it's always been. So I, it wasn't a problem of having a good time. And I mean, we could, it could have been a damn tent for all I cared. Right. So uh, it's good to finally be here and uh, fish with you today. And I caught my first Mosquito Lagoon redfish. You did indeed. And, did a good job. And first trout. So I had fished here once before. I think we fished for two full days with uh mark benson uh, while a, employing the uh patented mark benson the haitian shuffle. trolling motor yeah the haitian trolling motor have your knees ever recovered from that trip from from casting from the bow on my knees yeah i think i actually got to sit on the casting platform <laughs> but yes they have but uh good time today man we we did really well and I think Paul currently is the only distinguished member of the diplomatic corps from the Low Country that has visited and been inside the actual meth lab. I did. I went in there. I bought sunflower seeds and M and M's. Classic meth lab purchases. Yeah, I mean, quality. Good yeah, job. Yeah, I felt I felt good about it. Saw some stickers that you guys had, had placed, and uh, there's quite a few. I felt right at home. Ah. So it was all good. And I saw, I don't know what that guy was selling. Do you remember when we pulled in? There was like kind of a Iranian-looking dude selling some books or something. Well, I think that was actually probably like um, Bibles? Jeho- Jehovah's Witness like uh, okay. posted up out there. There's a good Because there's seven, a lot of people around the meth lab. There's a Seventh-day Adventist can, church right around the corner. Is, is that there? what it is? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people that could be saved around these parts. Okay. And that's a really good central location to come in contact with those kind of folks that, that need the help and need to be saved. And then there was a guy on a tricycle with a big American flag that I think tried to approach us to ask us for money, but he kind of... He, he got the vibe because I gave yeah. him the stink eye. Yeah. He got close enough yeah. to realize you guys didn't have any money. And he was, you, were, you, were, <laughs> you were running pretty... We, a nice truck and a big old boat, you know, is a pretty good target for this. These guys might have an extra five on them. Yeah. But did you buy David some but of we've been, seeds or did you buy the 99 cent one? Well... 
he put it on his card. I didn't have a single dollar because we even ran through all the damn um, flood tide money. No, the sun passes. We had to go get the uh, IOUs because none of us had cash all week. What do we have? About eight IOUs to the uh, sun pass. Uh, so anyway, you can't deny that camera shot. That wasn't me. Those those damn toll passes here in Florida are ridiculous. They are. They're everywhere. Yep. I can't stand them. Yeah, you got probably like what twenty, thirty dollars worth of tolls. And probably at least at least twelve to fifteen. Twelve to fifteen. So <laughs> just back and forth once. But Patman, I mean, Will would be in front of us, and he would tell the toll. It's me and the person behind us, just. So I'm paying it forward. I'm paying it, it forward. I'm going to take care of this car and back. So, but yeah. I didn't know they did IAUs. I didn't makes, either. Yeah, it makes sense, though. Yeah, insufficient fund form is what it's called. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> more uh, that's more governmental. They, like, take your thumbprint or anything? No, but they write your license plate down and all that business. The, at first they did, but the last couple they didn't. So, I don't think they cared. They They're basically just saying go through. Hmm. Any, yeah, so that's that's a well, fishing and highway report. All right, for, well, for Florida. we've certainly enjoyed having you in the Taylor Park. Uh, good times, plenty of uh, hijinks and uh, fun times had, and we hope that you guys make it down here a little bit more often than just the one time a year for the show. I think it's going to happen. I don't see why it wouldn't. Yeah, all right, good. You got plenty of dealers down here to visit. We do. Yeah, we do have quite a few. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, we'll let Paul. one of these other boys up here in a little bit. Sounds good. We're going to run to a quick break. Let's make her happen. Let's run. Run, run, run. Caught up in blue. Living like a dead dream Looking like somebody new All stitched up Raised in the river Call for the drinks we need It looks plain and simple When they come They don't bleed Up on the stake when the wheels touch down, the shovels break. Bury us right down in the ground. Well, we have switched roles. Paul is now in the safari. Wow. <laughs> Are they like Hawaiian rolls? Uh, I love me a good Hawaiian roll mm. with some honey butter Are on there it. safaris in Hawaii? I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure you could probably find a safari yeah. in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. I've never been, so I don't know. You, no? Yeah. You're the only one that's been. I've been a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. We're it's, actually, on my, it's on my bucket list. We're actually talking about going probably November, December again this year. Really? Nice. You do yeah. work over there every once in a while, right? Uh, that's why I've been out there in the past. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be a non-work related. This is going to be just to go out there, stay on the North Shore, hang out. Surf, and surf pipe. Yeah. No, but... We're hoping to be out there uh, during the Vans Triple Crown. To, How cool would that be? Well, that's when we were out there the last time. Oh, okay. Uh, sunset was going down. The Eddie IQ um, paddle out happened. Yeah. The Memorial Tournament or contest. And uh, 
we just want to go back out. It's a really killer vibe out on the North Shore. So there's also a pretty legendary skate park out there um, that we want to take. Wyatt let him have an opportunity to skate. So it's kind of our plan. Instead of doing Christmas in the Taylor Park, we were thinking maybe North Shore of Oahu would be cool. That would be really rad. So, well, yeah. when are you going to Hawaii? I've been to Hawaii. Have you? Yeah, I was about thirteen okay. when I went to Hawaii. It was very expensive back then too. Uh, it's like five dollars for a gallon of milk back then. I remember that. It is pretty crazy. Is that like, where? Yeah, you got that shirt? Huh? Is that where you got that shirt? No, 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 no. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. But What's on it? It's a little hula girl. Oh, I see. Yeah, that would make. Oh, it's a Howler shirt. Good assumption. It's not. It's not. It's a uh, about a twenty-five-year-old Abercrombie and Fitch shirt. Oh, okay. That rat chewed on. No, it was actually built this way. Uh, it was back during the time the Abercrombie and Fitch went kind of douchebaggy. Do you think someone that they bought this as a gift rats, for me? Though they probably employed rats. Just throw the, they <laughs> throw <laughs> like did. batches of clothing into bins and then they just let rats loose. It's a good they, way to get around minimum wage laws. Yeah. How much you got to pay a rat? Cuz you don't have to, dude. Oh. You get run down with dinner and you just leave it out. That's how flood tide works. Of course. Just a course. warehouse full of rats. Warehouse. <laughs> That's Lawson for exactly. you. Lawson All right. For so you. standard question for everybody this evening has been what was your fondest memory? Of IFTD. Hmm. That is a good question. Now, before you answer this, I want to remind you that it's a pretty small industry. So be careful what it you is. say. It is. Um, Thank you. You know, Thank you. As, as the talent wrangler of Flood Tide Co. Of course. I was a little bit shocked that during IFTD, I was watching your Instagram feed and uh, your intern was uh, <laughs> making fun of people. Um, and, and actually, it's almost as if there's like these really subtle anger issues that he's, they're not subtle that he's struggling with. <laughs> it's like if he could if he could like hit somebody a little bit that he didn't even know and make them feel a little insecure if they saw themselves on social media getting berated for like maybe stepping on the fly line or rocking back and forth then maybe he would feel a little bit better about what was happening over at the Flood Tide Co. booth. And I was surprised that you knowing that it's such a small industry that you were allowing that to happen, and it took his girlfriend to rein him in yeah, well, and make that go away. Yeah, without talking to us. Yeah. Did y'all delete it that, all? He did. <laughs> yep. He didn't consult the guys that owned the business. but uh, uh, So you were okay with it? With him deleting them? No, you were okay with him doing the... I kind of was. Uh, we like to have a good time and uh, going to cast upon... Uh, look, I've been going for small, small to, to, to iCast for about five years. Small industry. Most of those people at Casting Ponds are not industry guys, first off. Okay. Number two, they're characters. You want to get up there, you've got something to prove, right? Most of these people, a lot of them suffer from uh, no self-awareness. At all, they think that they're they're gonna bomb it out there, and they look like complete idiots. So what you're saying is Lawson's girlfriend's totally wrong that it should have been left up. I don't know what we listened to her at all, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't see her name on any paperwork officially. You know, there was no notary public. I don't remember who that was, but uh, well, we've I don't think it was her. we've completely digressed, and I'm sorry yeah, for have. that. So, no like, problem. what was your favorite part of IFTB? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a good question. I'm going to say that again. Uh, going to get a little real answer. Kind of like a homecoming for everybody in the show and in the industry. It's great seeing everybody there. Of course, the swagger booth. Uh-huh. Of course, the Chinese food. That's a big one. Um, I'm going to say... What am I going to say? You had a lot of time to prepare for this. I did, but I wasn't preparing. I'm going to say Larry rubbing the belly. That was extremely odd. And you know what the one thing was? It got odder the more he told the story. But I don't know, you being from across the world in Canada, I don't know if you're familiar with these American customs, you know, that we that we share. You know, we don't look alike, but we're all people. <laughs> There's like 600 people rubbing April Bogey's belly. Like, good luck. That's my, that was my favorite part. The story of Larry rubbing April Bogey's belly. Not not at the actual moment that it happened. Well, I, it's just I, a story. There's going to be a podcast coming out with April Vokey saying, apparently there's American tradition where men <laughs> ask to rub your bellies at trade shows. She's thoroughly <laughs> This is her first time. I'm going to I'm going to next year and I'm going to rub her belly when she's not pregnant. Just yeah. saying, I don't know if you know this. There's American tradition before a fly fishing trade show. We you rub, rub, rub the, a woman's belly, right? Of course. Now, if you're going to do that, if you're going to do that, you have to make sure that Avery is with you because Avery did a masterful job of. Well, photographing the entire thing. This is album artwork, and, and oh, for sure, and. While it was happening, you know, I was I was you know rubbing the belly, making sure that I was getting you know a good picture opportunity, and Avery like executed like he was Asian. I looked, <laughs> and he had like shoulder width planting of feet. He like had the Asian crouch and like executed the iPhone pho- photography like flawlessly. So for an assist, Avery. Top notch, incredible work. You're com- thank you. You're completely thank you. correct. And the other good advantage about this that you left out is, since he is known as the magician, if it does get awkward, we then throw down a smoke bomb and escape <laughs> under his cape. I've also been known to do that. Next yeah. thing you know, Larry's walking away in her dress. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, what happened here? <laughs> She's wearing a safari hat. Exactly. She's wearing a She's holding dresses. the bunny. Yeah. Like- yeah. I'm pregnant somehow. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I think the best thing about that whole scenario was how cool she was with it. Oh, like, totally. It's just totally, totally, it's just totally. Like, I think yeah, it was so cool that she was uh, agreeable to a six foot, fat, five foot of a man coming up to her and telling her traditions. <laughs> how we don't want to break those. I mean, she was like giving me like the real skeptical face, like, I'm not sure where this is going. And then when I got to the business, she was like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) All right. You're fucking weird, but go ahead, man. Rub that belly. Well, Canadians are typically agreeable people. They're very agreeable. And apologetic. No apologetic. Extremely apologetic. She said, sorry. Larry, I'm sorry you had to touch my belly. Sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry for your traditions. (laughs) For your traditions. Uh. Well, I'm glad that we were able to share a well, thank favorite you guys. moment great. Thank at you. IFTV. Yeah. Yeah. It was my favorite IFTV moment. IFTV 2017, hashtag, hashtag. Hashtag, hashtag. Before and after. I did love did the... Did you know, yes. and this is something that I had an awakening of 
at IFTD, uh, it takes more effort to frown than to smile. Yeah. I heard that directly. Yeah. yeah. I, I did. I, I, that was pretty, like, people dropping wisdom around IFTD was, that was pretty the, amazing. That was the best thing I heard in the bathroom all week. Yeah. Oh, it was in the bathroom? Yeah, it was in the bathroom. Did you see it? Did I see what? Is it the scoff party tonight? Oh. <laughs> it was a conversation. Oh. You just heard I it. heard it. Oh. You heard it. The scoff okay. party didn't happen this year. Didn't happen. Someone was in the bathroom stall. Ah. Uh. <laughs> the... <laughs> So I heard. Apparently, ate the Chinese food. Um, (laughs) Chinese food. Is anybody else in here? Can can I get some help? Is that is that what you heard in the bathroom? (laughs) I thought something happened for a second. (laughs) Stroking out. I thought you went blind for a minute. (laughs) It just reminded me when you're like, no, it was in the bathroom. Somebody was in a stall. Of when we when we went to Fort Myers and Wyatt comes back and he was like. There was a guy in a stall, and he was like, yeah. is there anybody else in here? Can somebody help me? I don't have any toilet paper. That's like when uh, yeah. Sam's cochlear implant fell out today. <laughs> Will gets – Will, being a helpful Will, decides to ask him if he's okay from right. 200 he, yards he, away he can, he can't hear me. because his hearing aid fell out. Yeah. Using your noodle right there, buddy. <laughs> I tell you what, my favorite part of, I, of uh, IFTD actually is is I got to meet my soul brother Carl. Yeah, you two are a P. We yes. G- we G-ho. Yeah, we do G-ho. Yeah, we get together like peas and carrots. Uh huh. That's where I was trying to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for the follow up. I got more Forrest Gump quotes. Yeah. All right. Um, I heard that you made it to the casting pond. After really? You, yeah. Me? Yeah. Oh, I thought you was looking at him. Uh, I did. Uh, I was hearing so much about this new Orvis rod, and I was like, I just wanted to see it. And there's a couple of fat kids hanging around their casting pond. I figured I'd show them what I got. Yeah. You know. Not very self-aware. You know, nah. No. 2.30, it's about pack-up time. Yeah. You know. Hmm. Who's paying attention? Uh, it was fun to cast it. Um, but I did go out there for a little bit. But I did. That's the only thing I wanted to do. I wanted to cast that one rod. But I did it. And then we broke down the booth and got over here. How far did you cast? Back wall. Plus, ba- plus, back wall. plus backing. Yeah. Okay. You were you were snaking guys. I was like I was like I was like row forty three hundred or so. <laughs> that was the Renzetti booth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cast it right into the Renzetti booth. <laughs> over the top of the Sims booth. <laughs> exactly. Drop casted right on us. Exactly. Well, I did have a bush behind me, so. Ah. It was a roll cast. Roll cast. Yeah. <laughs> so, Will, what's what, what's been your uh, favorite moment here in the Taylor Park now that you've had a chance to come and, and spend a little time with us? I, I know you haven't made it over to the meth lab. Have not. We I were, think I rode by the meth lab. I did not know the meth lab was the meth lab as I rode by. I did see the biker bar, which turned out not to be a bar at all. It just sold biker supplies. But that place looked leather promising. Goods. Leather goods. Excuse leather me. Goods. Leather goods. Uh I've loved JB's. I've yeah. loved being here in the Taylor Park. Of course, meeting Carl. We've already talked about that. Um, going out to the docks, having a couple beers, looking at the weather. Uh, fishing with Gary was fun today. I did enjoy that. We nice. had a good time. We did have a good time. Uh, it's just been a great experience. I feel like it's like a um, 
a timeshare sale plan. Like you're going to oh, we're, we're gonna, <laughs> next time. There's paperwork in so the morning. Right. Yeah. We're going to be like, okay, yeah. I'm just so. Slide yeah. this over exactly. to you. you don't have to look at it now. Exactly. We're going to take you by a couple of uh, vacant units that uh, yeah, exactly. we're, we're going to need you to make a commitment before you uh, I, I'm in. get your I'm keys in. back. I'm in. Is it, ses- it was a successful show. You know, I'm in. I'm buying. I, I think that you're, you're really close. And even if you bought tomorrow morning when we take you to a couple places. <laughs> We, we have the closer left. Tomorrow is Sunday. Hmm. And most people think that, like, Saturday is prime time, the day to go. No, Sabbath. Total Sabbath move. On Sunday, if you even hesitate at purchasing some something here in the Taylor Park. That is true. We are going to spirit you over to the Oak Hill Flea Market. Yes. And it, it's always the closer. Because you're going to just be amazed at the things you find there. And you're going to be like, I've got to live right next door. Well, me and Carl agreed over a beer. It was mainly me more agreeing over the beer than telling Carl. But I'm working at the skiff shop now. I'm starting Monday. I'm living with Avery and his, par- gonna, and his parents, I think. You're going to be a few, <laughs> yeah. a few yep. specialist? I don't know what I'm going to be. I think I'm answering the phones a lot starting off. All right. Kind of get my feet <laughs> under, kinda, kinda kinda get my feet From the me. ground up. Yeah, ground up. You know, working girl. You right. know, trying to figure this world out. Earn my money down here in Oak Hill. Feel the neighborhood around, see what I need. Maybe get a rickshaw for the weekends. I don't know. Figure it out. Make some cash on the side. Ride a fixie to work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, find one of these fifty-five-year-old uh, plus women on the, in the neighborhood on the prowl. Right. You know, find a nice gal, settle down, start all over. Then yeah, you can like, move yeah. out of my parents' house. Exactly. And well, <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> what What is the appropriate age that? It, you know, you need to move out of the parents' house. I mean, because you know he's already said that you're moving in. So, moving in. W- what kind of timeline do you have? Well, I got a situation. You need to be out I mean, of situations. The, out are, of the booth. There's no age limit on situations. Okay, situations happen. They do. Gary knows. Yeah, knows exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I would. Well, do you want today's answer? Yeah, to, you, yeah just to just generalization. Yeah. I mean, let's say you. I mean, it's always it's all it can always change. Shop. I mean, I think you've got a good solid year after the day of graduation from college. Okay. And no one's going to raise an eyebrow. So you're you're not even planning on getting that degree for a while just so that that clock doesn't start. Exactly. All right, good call. Now, I went to good school call. for six and a half years. You forget me and Paul, between both of us, this is the success of Flood Tide Company. We have 13 years of college between us. <laughs> That's not a lie. <laughs> we both went for six and a half years. How many degrees? Uh, just the one. Just the one. Just the one. Your names are both on it. I did have a minor though. <laughs> but um, I would I would say first year out of college, you get the most people travel Europe or something, or or that's the way it's sold on TV or Dawson's Creek per se. But um, I would say favorite show of mine, fa- yeah. of course. Top. Yeah, James Vanderbeek. Come on, right? <laughs> um, but I would say after that, it's, it's about moving on time. When did you move out, Gary? Oh man, I, uh, the first time or the like fifth time? First, let's do first. Situations time. happen. Uh, situations happen. Situations first time. Happen. First time. Uh, I was twenty-two. Twenty-two. See, it's about right. So early twenties. Early twenties. Yeah. Early twenties. As long as no situations pop no up. No situations pop up. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Situations don't have an age. Yeah. 
All right, well, I just now, I have moved to my parents' house for like a month or something. If I, if I had like a crazy girlfriend, and I just wanted to go zero dark. You couldn't 30. break your lease, and you just needed yeah, a ghost. Yeah, yeah. I just you're like, ghost. I got to move back yeah. in with my parents. Yeah, exactly. My mom's a little little under the weather. There's some shit going on. There's some shit going on. Yeah, you know, circumstances. Yeah. Circumstances. Beyond my control. Yeah, my dad's GTO won't start. Got to drive to work every other day. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> This does feel like more like an NPR podcast compared to ours. It's very quiet. Oh, really? Yes. See, I was I was over there in the peanut gallery yesterday. So, and oh, by, you are raising hell. And by it. the time I made it over to like sit in at the end of your alls, I was pretty much like IFTD level, not really aware of my surroundings. So there you go. You know. See, but the other deal is, is did I rub time- your did I rub your belly last night? <laughs> <laughs> I know you did in the afternoon. I don't know about at night. All right. Yeah. Every time you guys have dead air, like you have some sort of like bit or noise going on, like you're always working that. that We're always trying to do something. Um, That comes from me and Paul being big uh, talk radio fans. We listen to a lot of sports uh, talk radio at the shop, mainly out of Dallas. Uh, It's a great channel. We uh, definitely look at that stuff as kind of inspiration. That's kind of uh, kind of the reason we started the podcast to have some kind of kind of fun to talk about. But uh, yeah, I mean. I listen to a lot of different podcasts, and there's tons of them that are just totally different, and just each one of them is awesome. But uh, definitely enjoy y'all's podcast. The only thing I don't understand is uh, I did call Gary one time, and I, I, I heard the show, and it's was like, we're going to start releasing them every Friday, and we're going to space it out a week. And I texted him Saturday, and he goes, <laughs> yeah, we're releasing them every other Friday. And then the show came out the following Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Our Fridays change, man. <laughs> well, you we never know when Friday is going to be. We have we have some very change. we have some very strict standards that we never adhere to. So, <laughs> well, I, I, narr- I, I narrowed it down to that, or you were on the Lithuanian calendar, one of the two. Well, we go back and forth. Yeah, we, go back and forth. we do depending on the moon, phase. depending on the moon phase. and the wind. In rotational spin. And and the decision was made during daylight saving time, so it's like it's really not even yeah. it's not even accurate. Yeah. We actually work on hours, not days. So mm. when the time changed, we're now back, mm. you know. Kinda like how Lawson works on, on the wind, uh, yeah. on, on like clock duration by the wind. Yeah, yeah. That is an that's that's one of the most interesting things that like fishing wise that I've that I've heard this weekend. So you've got a couple of fishing guides that are fishing together. So you, you would think it's like this like well-oiled machine, like fucking, <laughs> you know, like shit's going to be getting like fucking killing it. Yeah. And, and you relate a story to me that a fish is seen and a clock position is given and clearly the the junior guide in this situation is like, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking, I'm looking. You're like, you're not looking. Like, you're supposed to be looking at 11. I am looking at 11. It's kind of like those old Little Rascal cartoons where I thought I had, like, a real guide and it ends up, like, two little kids, on one on each shoulder and then on the trench coat. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's two of them. They don't know what the hell they're doing. But uh, when I said I was like, Lawson, uh, there's a, I think there's a fish at 11 o'clock, and he's looking directly at 2 o'clock. He's like, yeah, I see it. And I'm like, <laughs> it's at 11 o'clock. He goes, yeah, I see it. Like, well, no, Why are you looking? It's at 11 o'clock. And he's like, oh, I thought you were meaning like 11 o'clock the way the wind blows. <laughs> and I had... This, 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 my right eye started to twitch a little bit, 
and I had a tingling in my left hand. I was having a little bit of a pin stroke. Right. Then I then I was like, have I been doing it wrong for all these years? Well, okay, so like when when you when you say that, have you been doing it wrong? I've actually seen like a skiff before where somebody that, that had a pretty good sense of humor yeah. like got vinyl decals and they put like on the very front of the boat a twelve. And then there was, you know, and they put the clock numbers around it. I've had people with not good sense of humors that's talked about doing that. Apparently, yeah. Lawson has a weather vane yeah, weather, that weather has numbers on it. Yeah. And it's on the front of his skiff. And, yeah. and, it, and you got to look and at it, which way it's it, turned. It only, <laughs> it only truly works yeah. when he has his propeller hat on. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently during gust, it just works off sun direction. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know. Which way is the light shining? Twelve o'clock from that, and then you're like, "All right, eleven o'clock. All right, so let me look at this weather vane. Oh wait, it's gusty. Sun. Um, yes. All right, there's the fish. And wait a minute, it's two p.m. So that means we're we're opposite now. Yeah. So stuff. I will say it's it's really tough to find a fish per these directions, but when you do, you know exactly where it's at. Like there's, yes. There is no question. The fish. Is it 11 o'clock and east south? We, we all strive to be yeah. beyond Lawson's level one day. <laughs> 10 knots east southeast. Yeah, not even given distance anymore. It's yeah. like, uh, I got a fish southeast, 10 knots <laughs> on it. You know the funniest thing was is Lawson tried to defend himself for like a solid 12 seconds. He was like, no, and he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I just wasn't paying any attention. <laughs> I just want to get on. We figured. I just want to go on the next guided trip and just get in the boat with the guide and be like, "Hey, man, I'm Will. Nice to meet you." It's like, first off, before we get started, are we going off wind direction or boat direction? <laughs> 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 it's on his website. Come on. <laughs> He's got like a thousand word essay on how to search for fish in, in the low country on his website. So read up. Apparently it's all based by wind. It is. All wind based. But you have to adjust for the tide level. Yeah, that's See, true. This, this is not where the top of my head's about to come off. Yeah. Uh, your eyes twitching again. My eyes twitching again. Are you starting to go numb? Larry, Larry, where are you? I don't see you. Help, I need help. <laughs> is there anyone in the room that can help me? <laughs> uh. Did I tell you I enjoyed meeting Carl? Yeah, I, I've heard. Did you know that Carl's favorite animal is a turtle? I did know that from the first yeah. podcast. And, and I wish I'd remember. He looks to a tell little him. like a turtle. Paul and I saw a sea turtle today. And I, I really wish that I would remember to tell Carl about the, the turtle experience because there's nothing that brings more joy to Carl's life than to hear a turtle story. Does he just kind of break down in the yard? Oh, he, yeah. it, oh I God. mean, he gets like a like little weepy. Like to his knees. Yeah, he, he's just like emotional Ask when it comes to turtles. So yeah. if you can, uh, Fly Fishing After Dark listeners out there, if you can get online and look up the skiff, sh- is it skiff shop? The skiff shop. Look up their address and send him baby turtles. It would make <laughs> if, his day, if, right? If you, if you or baby turtle story. Baby turtle story. It's the skiff shop on yeah. Guava Drive in Edgewater, Florida. And if you send Carl a plush turtle, mm. 
He will. He will <laughs> just. He will just love. What about a real turtle? It. What about a real turtle? I don't know. I don't know that I would send him a real turtle. Um, you know, because Carl. I mean, uh, he's not responsible. He's not here to defend himself. But I'm going to say defend, he's, he's not the most responsible. Yeah. So, so if he killed a turtle, so if he killed a turtle, he might actually. I think it's real hard to kill a turtle. Though. I know, but He'd could you could you imagine <laughs> what would happen to Carl if he even hurt a turtle? Like he, yeah. I mean, that could be like serious shit. But if you send him like a little plush, like a little stuffed turtle that shot. you know, I mean, something that he could probably take a, a nap with after lunch, you know, and hug on. He'd really like that. So we can adopt a sea turtle and name it after Carl. That's a good idea. That is a really good. I'll we, bet you. I we bet should you let him all grip it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all grip the shell. Anything related to turtles, send Carl's way. Yeah. That's exactly. what we're saying. Yeah. If you have any turtle paraphernalia you want to get rid of, send it. Send to it skip to Carl. Shop. Skip, skip shop. shop. Guava Drive. Yes. Edgewater, Florida. If someone's wanting to give you a free turtle-laden lighter, and you're like, I really don't want a turtle lighter, but I know who does. I mean, when he goes to the store yeah. to get waxed, like... Turtle wax. He gets turtle wax. <laughs> of course. Like, it's insane. It's just <laughs> everything's turtle all totally the time. Totally all the time. Yeah. You think totally he, turtle all the time. You think he's ever had turtle soup? Hmm. Hmm. No. So, just because you like turtles doesn't mean that you like eating them. That's usually not the case in our office. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he knows. And he Paul and Paul shop. loves to paint pelicans. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, anyways, pelican right. would be about like turkey size. I bet you. I bet you a big old uh, yeah. pelican out of the I oven bet would be greasiest shit. They eat the same thing snake birds do. Yeah, they don't eat what you want to eat. Not that I've ever eaten a snake bird. We had that conversation today. Like you like to, I like to eat things that eat good things. It's like hogfish, for instance. Eat lobster; they taste good. Was a pelican? Was a pelican really going to eat? That's just out there on the top of the water. That's good. Like dead nothing. Fish. No, the pelican. That's what I'm eat, yeah, it's not like tofu is just going to float down the river. No, no, no. they're not. It's not like they're eating lobster. Yeah, but you don't want like bait fish, like oily, nasty like, bait fish. Uh, redfish and. Trout and all those things eat bait fish. I'm not, they also I, eat shrimp and crabs. Yeah, and like I'm not a big fan ones. of Do so you think that like that, that like tempers it out? Probably. And I'm not saying, you know, like using redfish or trout as the primary example, but Well, if we use birds as an example, like mergansers, you don't eat merganser because they taste like shit because of what, what they, about of their diet. Or mergansers, either one. Why can't we just call it a merganser? Merganser. Uh, for a hundred bucks, would you eat a cooked uh, buzzard? Yeah, hundred bucks. Fuck yeah, yeah for sure. Okay, they I mean, eat. I know you. I know uh, you're into twenty dollar Kobe beef. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the finest. The finest. <laughs> um, you guys really did miss out on that. What about human? Like, would you rather eat? We like, talk, did we talk vi- about? Was it vegan? you and I that talked about this? <laughs> about what? Cannibalism. Who who was I talking cannibalism? Sure with? as hell wasn't oh, me. Was it you? Yeah. Sure as hell wasn't me. So yeah. All right. Well, this, so, I wanted to rather, talk to you about this. Would you rather eat like a vegan who has like a very healthy diet of like fruits and vegetables, or would you rather eat some someone? <laughs> Sorry, this is this is getting ridiculous. No, you want to eat somebody that's, that's about thirty pounds overweight. <laughs> Yeah, but you don't want to go past very that. nice marbling. Yeah, and then you yeah. don't you don't want somebody that just eats grass. I Could mean, you eat like, yourself? That was a question me and Avery were talking about today. If you had to, like, if you like a toe, no, an arm, 
Like eat your. Why would I eat my arm? Because you had to. And like, had to eat it off. You had to eat it off. Like you do you're, it or, or you're you stuck die? in the desert and it won't grow back. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you're not a lizard. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> not that lizard grows lizards grow arms back either, but. Lawson has still thrown me off on this whole wind thing, so I'm still trying to <laughs> find right. out what's real and what's not. Um, in a situation like, I guess I would maybe have to, but you know, my teeth don't line up perfectly. I can't even cut off tippet. I'm the same teeth. way, man. So how am I going to get through my arm? Uh, I mean, you get no, to like, like steak. Like let's say, like it just takes. You will. had you had a sharp knife. I mean, not if I had a sharp knife, you could cut your arm off and then and like, then eat it. <laughs> well then like, like maybe, a big turkey maybe, like, cook it <laughs> All right. just, I'd cook it first let's simplify this if someone offered you human would you eat it <laughs> cooked cooked cooked, cooked yeah I mean it's an opportunity that you're only gonna get one time like someone just says hey look this I, I, I can give you a, a equivalent answer not from Florida I would not right okay. off the bat that's yeah. just that's just that me. goes back to the, it's the always pelican. that's just me yeah. respecting me right yeah, yeah. Um, like a little, I guess in the right situation, maybe I would try it. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it is it. meat. I'd try it. Probably. Yeah. Larry, would you? <laughs> I don't think so. No. I mean, there, there's definitely some thoughts that you have about that. They go through your mind before you do that. But I'm sure you would. Yeah. So do you think that like, so like different cultures, you think yeah, like you Indian people taste like Thai food? Yeah, I'm sure spicy. They're curry. a little bit spicier. Oh, yeah. Mexican, like of course. Tastes like, like, would they be good? Like, Kind of like sriracha, maybe. I think sriracha's Sriracha's from, like Japanese, but yeah. it's actually from California. Well, they do like it, though. Yeah. They, I'm sure. There's a lot of them in California. Supposedly. That's true. All right. Good point. Yeah. Good point. All right. Well, thanks right, for coming let's, on let's the show, Let's get off this. Well, it's starting to be like yeah. sunglasses. <laughs> It's getting weird. You, you mean that conversation y'all have for two minutes yeah. about sunglasses? Are you against sunglasses? He hates sunglasses. He hates we sunglasses. figured this out. Me and Larry yeah. were trying to have an articulate conversation about sunglasses, and Avery was pissed. I think next year at ICAST, y'all should start a fight with the owner of a sunglass company. <laughs> well, we're doing boats now. We're, we're moving on. Did you hear Smith bought Kanan? What? No. Yeah. Smith bought Kanan, and they're bringing Sean Lasseter back. Really? Yes. Uh, man, should I have said that? I don't. I think... We may have to fucking cut that He's out. Bullshit. We'll Why would you cut it out? It's a rumor that circulates. Yeah, well, maybe well, it won't affect the guy's job or something. No, I, we'll have to, I'll, let me figure it out. But, but either way. so But for sure, Smith has Enough bought... Enough of the fucking editing. Okay, let's Smith, go ahead. If Smith we're going to cut some Hayden. stuff out, let's go ahead and say the stuff we would definitely cut out. Okay. What do you got? No, I want you first. You got me first. Yeah. Huh. Lawson did know like every fucking tight ass that walked through the show. Like every, every Instagram Instagram girl, he knew every one of them, and he would throw numbers like fifty five thousand followers. <laughs> Why would well, we cut that out? Because he's got a girlfriend, and the guy's doing like uh, Instagram stalking through our no, uh, social that's, media. That's like marketing. Like those are those are people that he should be aware of. For your, I understand. For your I, understand, sake of your I understand, but I thought it was I thought it was very funny, and you know. Maybe you don't want that out on there. Do you guys sponsor a woman? No. No? No. We don't even like women. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, no. I don't even know how. I've always wondered how that conversation starts. I'm just going to become this woman on Instagram and do this. Oh, you are going to become a woman? No. Well, <laughs> that has nothing to do with what I'm saying. But, cut that um, out. Cut that's, that out. That's, that's, cut that, that's, that's, that's topic number two. Yeah. What would you say, Gary? Uh, Larry, whatever, Larry? I'm sorry. 
what would you say that uh, if we're going to cut stuff out? What would you say right uh, now? I've never agreed with cutting things out because okay. that was like our early on policy is if we say it, we say it and we leave it. But we have been cutting stuff out, so I don't know. I mean, you know, sometimes things slip. Maybe we should cut out Paul's fart that he just let out in the bathroom. I don't know if you heard that. Uh, I didn't hear it on the headphones. <laughs> yeah, they um, come all the way through. Is there any? But, uh, um, is there any ethnic glass that you're just tired of seeing at the show? Or something? <laughs> <laughs> Got it narrowed down. Um. No, I can't say that there are. I mean, it's a pretty diverse crowd that's there. Um, definitely that. You know, definitely diversity. Uh, diversity's good. Speaking of diversity, um, what was the 50-50 man and woman that's a good question. sticker I have that no was idea. going on out of the Orvis? And who is this guy that sneaking up behind people that was wearing tinna? Yeah. He was uh, at are, the we, are we supposed to, like... Do we need to recruit some people to quit what? fly fishing so we can reduce the male numbers to get it up to fifty fifty with shit. the female numbers? Like, I mean, did he fall asleep in the casting pond? He's just fucking them do that. You know, it's it's a little on the ridiculous side. Like, why does it need to be fifty fifty female male in fly fishing? Like, is that what that is that what I think, that I, I think I that's what it was about? It was fifty fifty in the water on the yeah. water or something yeah. like that. That sounds miserable. Yeah. Yeah. The fly fishing's kind of made that spin, you know? Like, the, this last uh, fly fish film tour, there were so many videos that I'm like, there are so many badass women in this sport that can speak for themselves, do their game, and not have to promote the fact that they're just a woman. Like, they can just be an angler. And I feel like we're just putting a little too much light on it. And the 50-50 thing, I, I interpreted it the same way you did. I well, was, I, the, that's I, the only way to interpret it. it. I saw 50-50 something about on the water, and I was like, all right, is this another one of these crazy, you know, yeah. let's mobilize the troops about some kind of environmental issue sticker? Mm, no? What? Oh, wait a second. I see the male symbol, the female symbol. 50-50 men and women on the water. Like, I'm not sure why that, what that's about, but I mean, I can do basic math. I, I am from Tennessee, but I, can, I understand what 50-50 means. On the water, male and female. Okay, I'm adding all that up. Why? What's what's the fucking mission I mean, like, there? I'm all for getting more girls into fly fishing. I am too, but I'm more ninety ten, right? Ninety ten, yeah, something like that. <laughs> I'm all for who the fuck cares who's fly fishing. Well, That's yeah. what I'm for. I yeah. agree, but like, you know, it, I'm not good with getting everybody on the water. Yeah, exactly. That, it's I mean, not. It's fuck not that. about fuck that. I'm all for. Slow in the roll. We don't need more people out here. How many times have you been out here and can't find a fucking flat that you can fish because there's too many damn people out here? But it's not too many fly fishermen. There's more fly fishermen than bait fishermen. I don't think that we slow. should try to limit the amount of people fishing. No, like, I don't think, I don't so think that's ever a, a, a viable option. Oh, absolutely. Lock this fucking place down. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Like, why not? Goddamn why wouldn't that's you? That's right. Yeah. Got it. You know it, Larry. I mean, we're running off the commercial fishermen, and we all applaud that. This is why Larry's great. I think that we should just limit population in general. Like, we should just do population control. Well, now you're just being fucking absurd. No. But you just got through saying (laughs) we shouldn't try to limit people on the water, but we would be the first people sitting at this table that have talked about it in the past and kind of applauded that we're evicting all of the commercial shell fishermen and we've talked about, you know, how crowded it is out here. And I didn't specifically say 
let's try to prevent people from being on the water. I simply said, why would we continue to promote more and more people on the water when we've sat here and talked about how the water quality issues, how the overpressuring of our estuary is happening. So like, it was just a observation. Why would we continue to promote to bring more and more and more people over here? Just like the star tournament. Why the fuck do we want all those yahoos out here? Oh, we don't. We really don't. We, no. want, we want good and, people. And that's why I was saying, holy shit, I remember this 50-50 thing. Like, what's the motivation? Like, what? I, I just don't understand. The, and maybe whoever came up with the 50-50 sticker, because I don't know if it's a Orvis thing or if it was just, like, they didn't do a very good job explaining it other than, we all have seen the 50-50 sticker. We think we know what it means, but we obviously none of us really do know what it means. So maybe that's the wizardry of their marketing is we're talking about it, but we sure as fuck don't know what it means. We probably, don't won't, know. We probably won't talk about it next year. Uh, 50-50 will probably disappear, <laughs> just like the Ask Queef. 75-25? Yeah, 75-25, but Ask Queef was the, all the rage last year. Yeah. That new rod that everybody could not get the pronunciation the first time they said it. Like, ask with. See, I didn't go. I didn't go last year. So what did I miss last year? Because I've never heard of this one. There was a rod called an ass queef. An ass queef. And that who was, made that one? G Lumis. G Lumis. And it was a twelve hundred dollar rod. Yeah. Wow. Twelve hundred dollar rod. And it was called the ass queef. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's not, still funny. It's like the most expensive practical joke ever. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty rad. Yeah. You hear the noise it makes when you cast it. I'd love to be in the room with the five guys who are like trying to come up with the name of this rod, and they come together and they say, "You know what? I think we got it. Let's just roll with the Asquith." And they How all walk spelled? away. It's A S Q U I T H, so it's actually Asquith. It's supposed to be like a British uh, royalty royalty name, like a viceroy equivalent of something like that. Hmm. Yeah, it's actually Asquith. Asquith, but still. Do you wear an ascot while casting the asqueef? Well, I thought it was pretty interesting that a uh, fly fishing company came up with a sexual term that I'd never heard of before. <laughs> I thought those were just called farts. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you just say that was a sexual term? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I mean, that's <laughs> around Will's house. Yeah. Around my house, it is. In this Christian household, it is. Oh, I really wasn't paying attention, but I caught that. Yeah. I mean, it's an odd name, right? Yeah. I mean, what if I named a product the dick tosser or something like that? Now, that's a sexual term, <laughs> but an ass queef. A, 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 dick, a, dick, a dick tosser is a sexual term? Maybe it's just the guy that... It's a that, sexual like, well, body part that... What is the ass? Oh. A body part? <laughs> Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No. I feel like I'm watching a ping pong game here. <laughs> We're about to play spades, That's it. me and Avery. We're good. We're good. Uh, do you, Avery with a deck of cards. Mm. That's a dangerous gamble. Well, he is so. a magician. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dangerous. You know what? He did. He is pretty good at those card games. I can tell you that much. I guessed uh, he wanted me to guess a card. And he almost got it right, remember? I was real close. You was real close. Real close. You got the color right. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's 50-50. 50-50. <laughs> on the water. 50-50 on the water. It's actually not 50-50. What do you think it is now? <laughs> There's green and blue cards. I would say... Whatever. I don't know. It's I'm real probably, good with cards. 
Uno deck. At best. 94.6? Be- yeah, at best, like uh, 94.6. That's probably even a stretch. Now, yeah. now, there is one thing. I thought about this. I just thought about this. You two had – I'm pointing at Larry and Gary. Y'all had two different points. But we can actually do both of y'all's points. We can kill 46% of the population <laughs> okay. of the guys. Okay. And then recruit more women to fish. And then we can – And it would balance out. And balance out. Yeah. I think we're all okay with IFTD that. IFTD would be much greater if we followed the 50-50 rule. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Because, I mean, IFTD really basically is the one-time-a-year sausage fest that <laughs> is just obnoxious and lame to the point that you end up going and looking at some really fours and fives at the – even at the at the one booth and everybody's like oh my god have you seen the one booth over there like there's some solid fours and fives and and everybody gets excited about it it's a giant sausage fest but at least they hire craigslist girls to make it that's true not as bad one thing i do like about the icast side that ift doesn't do majority of those people have a shirt just for fishing conventions and it not even the jersey just a oh, shirt. See, I, man, there was a guy jersey. that wore a shirt, a Columbia shirt that just said "fly." It said "fishing trade show" on the back, and it wasn't even wasn't even I cast. Yeah, it, but he's a, like, you know, it makes sense to me wear the shirt here. Doesn't make sense at Carol's house, right? <laughs> those are the guys who run that fly fishing show around the New Jersey, Denver, those shows. I, I didn't really understand why they were wearing that either. It was like, what's I mean? Because they're important. The jerseys, sure. man. Holy smokes. Well, who was I talking How long do you think until those make it to fly fishing? I can't see it ever making it. I, yeah. I would I, hope. I hope. I would hope. Not, either. not to me. Well, I like I like the jersey, personally. I think I could Gary's really do Gary's hoping. I, I really Gary's think that I could rock jersey. a good jersey. Gary's going to show up with a 96 and 4 jersey next year. <laughs> percent men, 4% women. You know, we may not have jerseys, but we definitely do have a, I would say 90% of the people there are in khaki pants and some sort of plaid shirt. So we may not have jerseys, but we definitely have a cliche of our own. Well, as much as I love Lawson's company, you guys are a part of. What, Lawson owns company? Yeah, flood tide. Oh, yeah, sure, of course. Um, I couldn't. I could not wear a flood tide or a howler hat the entire show because because our hats been no because everybody is wearing a fucking flood tide. Well, the, everybody is. That was, that was a huge thank you for bringing that up. That was awesome to see that. But uh, man, is there a lot of flat bills over mm. on that ICAST side? Yeah, flat bills. But they've made their way into hey, IFTD. Going that trucker hats going out is the word. Yeah, I had to Whatever. wear I had to wear the one of a kind Oak Hill hat. Or a Braves hat, just because like normally you go into anywhere and you see someone sure. in like a baseball cap, but you go to IFTD or ICAST. Well, I tried to get you that hat of that cat bending over between its legs, looking at you. Remember that? Yeah, I, I'd wear that. Been a great hat. Yeah, great hat. I need a one-off flood tide hat for ICAST next year. We can do that. Can you do that? I can do that. That way, I'm just not wearing the same hat as some. Other I, can, I can do that. You want your name person. on it? No. Or do you want someone else's name on it? Someone else's. Yeah. I think it should just say Fly Fishing Show on the back of it. Fly yeah. Fishing Show. I'm all right. As long as it's like Flood Tide. One of one. Yes. Needs to be like stated clearly that it's one of one. 
You know, Larry, if you go to that show dressed up in a nice suit, you could convince them that you come from Texas oil money. Just walking in, real tall, big mm-hmm. cowboy hat, just buying, buying Stetson products. Stetson or Stetson. like, like a, a 10-gallon hat. Stetson. 10X yeah. beaver, you know. Okay. You can really shake up the industry. Does Paul ever wear a cowboy hat being from Texas? He does. He owns a couple. Yeah. When, when he first moved down the low country, he'd show up in people's skiffs wearing cowboy boots. That didn't go over too well. No. But it didn't mark anything. Still didn't go over well. Yeah, you wouldn't know that. You wouldn't know Still didn't go over well. And wait, doesn't that get hot? I tell you what, if it, if it did marking, it still didn't go over well. I'd say you get soft spots in a deck. I tell you what, 90, 90%, 90% of the arguments we have in our office is just like stuff like this. Like, Paul, tell me A or B. The second one. No, A or B. The last one. No, A or B. Why can't you get this? The last one. Just say A or B for me. The one after the first one. Just <laughs> anything not to say what I want. I just don't listen to what you say. Exactly. I feel exactly. like you guys just have Google Wars. Everything everything that's said in the office is Googled. Mm, no? No, we have Is there some. trust? There's, is there trust throughout the office? There deep. is a little bit of trust. Yeah. There is a little bit of trust. I have a strong amount of trust. A strong okay. amount of trust. I mean, up until tonight, I did not know New Hampshire was in the low country. <laughs> <laughs> It was like a, a about a fight broke out on the talk yeah. of what the low country was. And then it turns out somehow we're both right. Yeah, somehow you're both right. Yeah. <sighs> well, I, right, well, I've ever seen my welcome. Thank you. No, guys. no, you have. Um, Larry looks yeah. worn out. Larry I did get out. a big yawn in right there. Yeah. It's just. Um, I'm with you, man. Will Abbott kept us all up till about 3.30 last my night. My and uh, it's just catching up. That's all. This is Will's vacation. Who was the guy again? Uh, Charleston, the guy that slept on the uh, Austin. Austin. I have never heard snoring like that in my life. Oh really? And I sleep and I sleep in hotel rooms with Paul Bucket. <laughs> it was like a young bison. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a snore. It was just like you could just you could hear the breath go from like mouth almost all the way down to his toes and then come back out. He is a beast of a man. He is a man. Yeah. He is country muscle. Yes. That's what he is. Yeah. I told you today on the boat, I used to, or I've been to a concert with him and his buddy Cal, who's actually bigger than him. And it's like, all right, I'm going to take every opportunity to talk shit right now because I know I've got that behind me. And I bet they're both. Sweet. And I bet they're both sweethearts. Oh, that's usually the way it works. Yeah. They're the biggest teddy bears. Exactly. Yeah. I'd hate to see him mad though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see him mad. But I don't know how easy that is. <laughs> I don't know if I told you this, Larry. This morning, Carl tried to come into your house at about seven o'clock in the morning, really? <laughs> and I was asleep on the love seat next to the bison. And, uh, <laughs> and Carl tried to come in through the sliding glass door, and it was locked. And I couldn't open it. So I came around to the side door right here, and it was locked, and I still couldn't open it. So I just went back to bed. <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. See, the side door wasn't locked, though, because I, I couldn't move it. I couldn't. I heard you come. I saw you come in and Did grab something me? for a second. I like, yeah. looked over there at you guys. And yeah. You guys were both like, you must have been per- pretending to sleep. Oh, it's natural reflexes. If someone looks at me while I'm laying down, I just close my eyes. <laughs> I ain't getting up. Yeah, I ain't getting up. <laughs> no fucking Yeah. Day. You ain't ruining my party. Yeah. 
I grabbed the aux cord, so... I was wondering what you grabbed. Because... I was thinking dip can. No, I had to make a fucking hour drive to O-Town. Mm, gotcha. We did borrow your cord last night. All right, yeah. thank you, guys. Are we... Uh, We're having me on. Will, thank you for yeah. coming down and visiting. Thanks for doing the little podcast. Thing I loved it. Doing. Thank you guys for having us. And... uh Never been on the real show. We were always we I, the only one I was on was traveling show, right? And yeah, call-ins. Yeah. And a couple call-ins. But uh, well, I love being here. Don't be a stranger. I won't. Get on back down sometime soon. September 15th, we'll be seeing you. Yeah. For the oh, that's right. Pink that's right. attorney. One game. No, seven. Seven games. Seven games. Sides and all. We got to do a show up there again this year? We can, if y'all want to. I've really enjoyed meeting Cambo. Cambo's a good time. Yeah. Cambo is a good time. He's a, he's a good ping pong player. Follow his Instagram. Yeah. Follow his Instagram. Cam. Cambo and Instagram. No, Cambo. Cam. Cambo.com at Instagram. Oh, zero two. C-A-M-B. C-A-M-B. Sweet. Zero two. Zero two. There it is. Um, You guys. Come on, Lawson Builder. Get over, get over yeah, here, Lawson. We need Lawson. Lawson's been on the show before in person, and uh, more times than he's been on foot tied. But that, sure. you know, I think Lawson should come in and play us out. Play out. We need to. We got some questions for you, old Law. Oh, yeah. All right. Welcome back. Hey, hey, good to be here again. Welcome, welcome back. It's like one thirty in the morning. So, so, how how much have you been paying attention a little bit? What's been going on here? Well, I know. Larry's been ripping me a new one all night, but that's about all I got. That's all right. I think normal. I tried to try to sleep with the dog for a while. I was a little tired there, but I get it. First question. Yes. Favorite part of IFTD 2017. Um, the fives and sixes in the Swagger fishing booth. Uh, yeah. That was definitely the most entertaining part of iCast. Damn it! Damn it! But it was so. I had my money on casting pond. Hold on. It was so just like. Organic. It was so everything that wasn't iCast and IFTD that it was just amazing. You know what it's I mean? It's like, like, yeah. Like, so y'all were talking about social media and like how I always know all that shit, you know? Mm -hmm. So I go and look and I'm looking at all their hashtags and every time they've been tagged and there's like a total of six pictures of the booth. If it was anywhere else, there would be a million. But everyone is just terrified to even like look at the booth you know what i mean like people are walking by and they're like oh this is the best thing in our case but like the worst thing we can't even look at it you know they were and that was just amazing to watch it seems but like after that help. was the was the casting pond and yeah it wasn't mean it was just I, entertaining I, but sometimes i was standing right there commentating too sometimes i didn't you, say you were doing anything wrong you gotta get a uh i just thought it was funny that you buckled to your woman so, so easy sometimes you gotta get ahead of the ball game and uh and and choose your battles on that one. So I I chose my battle on that one and didn't risk Those it. Those are wise words. Yeah. It went it it already, was up for a while. It 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 kind of went farther than I expected because most of the time we'll put a story up and it'll get like like we have twenty thousand followers and it'll get I don't know, like two thousand, three thousand views, you know? And the casting pond commentary had like half of our followers had already watched it it was like it was like 8900 something that, that like means that. that people were telling people like go and watch yeah this. and that's what i was like uh -oh. like too many people are already finding out about this like three of the that's girls you know it's good like that's, two yeah. or two of the girls i think it was two of the girls that that we we're making fun of like joking about like followed us immediately and we're like oh, okay god here we go 
So after that, we kind of just we let it go once the day ended. Or I let it go yeah, once so the day so ended. It was it was more it was more my my thing going on there, anyways. Yeah. And shout out to Rick Crawford of Emerger Strategies is actually one that that gave that whole idea to us. So I'm good. Thank you. That was a good one. It was a good idea. Um, you know, they only last 24 hours, so you should have just let them play exactly. the rest. Should have let them roll. Should have let them roll. But I'm proud of you for the idea. Disappointed in the takedown, though. Well, you know, the takedown was smooth and efficient as well. There was a follow-up after the takedown, so it was fine. It worked. But What, what you was know. the follow-up? Well, like, we closed it, like, as if the golf tournament had ended, and I closed it and was like, thanks for watching, everyone. You know, it's been a good tournament, and Feathers won. Nice. So that was, you know. Feathers. It was a good finish off. Oh, wow. my. Do you actually a brought that? shirt? <laughs> that thing is, is badass. You know what? I had the same exact shirt and probably like a child small <laughs> back in the day. And it actually hung in my room for a long time. Really? Yeah, Rocker's the man. Third favorite part of podcast was was definitely the Kevin confrontation. Just throw that in there one more time. But yeah. Now, I've heard it discussed a couple of times, and it was more like there was a discussion. You keep referring to it as a confrontation. What's the difference between your view of what happened and Gary's view? Because earlier you said, well, Gary didn't explain it exactly right. No, G- Gary. Let's hear your explanation. Gary backed down on that a lot harder than he acted like he did. You you tried to explain yourself out of a few out of a few name callings there, and Avery kind of stood in the background and like nodded and laughed and then walked away. Well, to clarify, and but he did threaten to punch you. And he did. He you did. Know, That's classy. That's super classy on his part. Yeah, I, you know, to clarify, I'm not going to sit there across from a booth that I'm working at at ICAST and get into a screaming match with no. a five foot six guy. That's just not, was, Gary was not backing down. Situation. But I will say. He, there was there was reason for it though. Like there, he wasn't about to just have this whole thing right there. He, well, I, so don't he, think, I don't think he let I would, it go. A bit. I don't think I would call it backing down. I would, yeah, maybe backing down is the wrong term. I would say being the smarter guy, being the professional. Like it's not the time or the place to have a heated discussion over somebody getting their feelings hurt over some silly joking around. You know. You know. So what? kudos to Gary for de-escalating. Yeah. And stepping back and going, okay, Kevin, you know, I get it. You're upset, but this isn't the time or the place. I mean, well, maybe I'm, I wasn't there, but that's the way it seems like you, you just looked at it from a sensible standpoint. Yeah. And I mean, well, in, in all reality, we don't hate Kevin Finn. We don't hate East Cape Skiffs. No, of course and not. And he has totally taken it incorrectly and has taken it extremely personally and if that's the route he wants to take, that's fine. Well, I'm not going to sit there and argue on a showroom floor about his feelings and what he thinks our show has done to his business. Well, like we said three minutes before, just pick and choose when and where your battles happen and stuff like that. Absolutely. So, He'll have yeah. his opportunity behind the mic yeah. here, and I so think that's enough appro- of that one, I guess. That's an floor. So that Probably. was your third? Were yeah, that was my deeper? third. Going it any was, deeper? It was just it was fourth, a, fifth? No, I think third is all I got. I mean, otherwise it's just IFTD and ICAST, and then you know arenas is always great. So there's that. But all right, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yep. Did you sneak in any parties, or you guys just strictly did like the arenas? No, thing? we. Um, Paul, did we go anywhere? 
You didn't you didn't do Yeti or Costa, right? No. Oh, Drake. Drake. We went to the Drake event. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, like that kind cool. of a normal thing. Yeah. Oh, fifth favorite, even though I wasn't there, was you touching April Vokey's belly. Huh. I saved that photo on my phone, and it's like, might it might be my background sometime yeah. soon. It's <laughs> awesome. Just freaking awesome. That is pretty sweet. Yeah. So, uh, do you think that uh, Paul and Will have experienced the Taylor part to the to the fullest? I mean, you've been here plenty of times yeah. before. I mean, I think that they did a pretty good job last night. Got pretty think, tore up. Stayed up kind of so. late. So they got I mean, the, for for them to be big time executives. I do wish yeah, Alex that's was true. Here. That's true. He he is. They are co-owners of a semi-successful fly fishing clothing brand, so it's a big deal. Um, I think they mostly got it. I think Paul pretty much got the whole thing, but I think next time Will comes, he does have to go to the freaking meth lab and, right. and experience that because, like, that's amazing. That looks like Black so, Carl. Like, like Ben Young <laughs> got, like, more than the oh. Taylor part treatment by going into that bathroom. Oh, you yeah. Know? He, he wins, like, visitor yeah. of the decade for braving that. I think it had to have been the bathroom because the next day when I tried to fish with him, he just sat on the casting platform for the rest of the day and just took it out of him. I was, I was, I was trying to call from the wind and everything, and he just wasn't, you know. So just want to say good night. All right, Paul. Will's asleep with your dog Cabo over there. <laughs> you uh, guys, I'm going you, to bed. You guys getting in? Getting well, a little shut eye. Sleeping on the bed in there. I'm on the air mattress. Uh, uh, yeah, that or I'll go back to Avery's house or again because that's where my bag here is. At eight in the morning. Roger. We're all going to get you whatever we need to do. But good night, guys. I was up good early. Night. We'll be good, good to night. go. I love you all. Love, love you too, too, Paul. Love you too, man. Stay, hey. stay hard, too. It's the last time I'll see you because I'll be sleeping all day tomorrow. Till 6. Hey. Yeah. Train like a champion, okay? It's mm. coming. This is brought to you by Zippo. <laughs> what in the hell is that? A sleep aid. Happy Z. Spell bad. Can I try? No, you don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Good night. Night, man. See you in two months. Taylor's ball. You're going down, son. Best support. Best seven. These have been two late nights right here. Very. So, so like, you know, you're considerably younger than than Paul and Will. Do you think this week coming up when you get back and everybody's back to work, are they going to be playing a lot of catch-up? Like, it really – I mean, it wears an old man down. I'm speaking from experience. Like – you guys all bounced back, went right out to to go to work at IFTD the next day. It took me hours to be ready to like even go in the you know show, and then I was there an hour and a half, and I was like, you know what, I'm fucking done, man. Last night just like burned it to the ground for so, me. So Mike Benson and I's key last year, and I followed suit this year. Was every morning you as you're walking out of the hotel, you hook a right at the Walgreens or CVS, one one of the drugstores. And you just grab a gallon jug of water, and you drink that. And I was good to go every evening. That was like the the way I so you the were, way it worked you were for pre-hydrating. me. Prehydrating. Yeah, I was I was just hydrating and getting ready to go, and that's that set me up. Paul's already said that he won't be coming in until at least after lunch on Monday, though, because he's been gone so long. He's got to spend some time with the lady. Okay. But no, we got to be in next week. We're we're gonna be busy. So I'm, I got a few a few charters and stuff. So. Just back to it, I guess. All right. Yep. So your favorite moment inside the Taylor Park? We asked everybody but you now. 
Favorite moment inside the Taylor Park? Yep. This trip. Shoot. I don't know. I always laugh so much when I come here. It's so, like, hard to to figure out. I, that's so hard to pinpoint. Um, the wind thing was pretty funny. It was really confusing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know what happened. I mean, I'm, um, I'm planning on getting you a weather vane, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just going to have to put it on my charter website. Because right. otherwise I'll never get business again because yeah. they're going to be like, is this guy serious? Like, is it a joke or is it for real? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but other than that, I mean, we – uh just fishing today was pretty funny because we weren't seeing a whole lot which like put everyone in their prime of bullshitting you know so it was just a good time just joking around you know which which Uh, just reaffirms and cements what we always say when we're out here fishing catching a fish is a good time but it's just spending the time on the skiff together and it's the the stories and the fucking you know which way the wind's blowing that makes the fucking day really cool. Absolutely, it was a good. It was a good time. It always is. I mean, you'll get your mosquito again, redfish. I know that they're, but the best part is it's not like going to Mexico and not getting the permit, and you're like, like you had a good experience, but you're really bummed about it. Yeah, it's like it's a really different place, but at the same time, I can go home and catch a redfish too. So there's no pressure about catching a redfish sure. here. Like yeah, if sure. I, yeah, absolutely, if I mess up a shot or if the weather's just bad, which the past like what two three times i've been here the weather's just been absolute shit and yeah i've never been here with normal water so it's true but it doesn't matter you know right just yeah. who cares whatever I mean, there's no pressure yeah so there's no pressure. i mean the water was low it's, this weekend but man today you couldn't ask for better weather yeah the it weather was, was it was it was banging today yeah. well, just a touch of a breeze to ripple up the surface morning even though we all got out kind of late was still slicked off and hardly any clouds. I mean, the viz was outstanding today. Yeah, I, w- I would say uh, we we kind of probably made the wrong decision going for those bigger fish. Yeah, <laughs> we decided to go for the bigger fish in like deeper pockets. Got out there and there's five boats all just kind of with their noses pointed into the same area. And luckily, Gary has the same mentality as Will and I, and he was just like, "Fuck this." And just kind of, we did our own thing, and we didn't see anything. But we're like, not seeing anything is better than sitting in a group of five boats, you know. Yeah, so it's sure. like, whatever. Yeah, I think the beauty of you not catching a redfish is, like you said, you can go home and catch redfish. But when you do get that redfish, it's going to be something special, just yeah. because you've now battled for. It's going to be a different type. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm, I kind of want to catch one of those trout, like what we saw and what yeah. Paul caught more than anything, because those do not exist that was a in ha- Charleston. That was a Haas trout that you, yeah. you made the cast on. Those don't exist in Charleston, and that's just freaking cool. I yeah. mean, yeah. We'll make neat. that happen, man. Yeah. yeah. We'll get it done one Keep day. Keep coming. We're going to make it happen. Yeah. we got to get up and do the flood tides here in a couple months, and uh, I think we're a little bit uh, more comfortable on our feet. I know that at least yeah. me and Avery are. I know Larry had a little bit more experience going up there well, the last time, but... I'm excited to get back up there because I know damn well it may not be the best area, but I know for sure we've got areas that we'd feel comfortable we can nose up to and, and know exactly what we're looking for. Y'all have to come and do some real low tide fishing too. Yeah, like, I really the, do like that. real low tide fishing in creeks and stuff. Like, like more later fall, like from. Well, I mean, actually, 
I like all that. That's like a lot of fun, you know, you get around the oyster beds and stuff, but like low tide fishing, like just messy in the very back of a creek where it's like the creek's the width of the boat. So the only place the fish have to go, have to go or either in the mud on each side or stuck underneath it. And, you know, you get them thumping on the bottom of the boat and they're knocked all over the back of it. That's just something special. Like that's one of the things that you don't need to catch a fish and you're just like, laughing and having the a fuck time. just happened today yeah, yeah like right. that and and you know going back to kind of we we're talking about like the parallel between the two it's something we don't ever see yeah like we exactly. don't have we don't have that we, right. yeah so so we got to do that sometime for sure i think chris adams sounds like he's coming to okay. visit soon so right on sweet i'll, I'll maybe we'll put some scratches on his boat or something we've got uh, i think we're gonna have a pretty good crew i know brad and Bree are in and then all of us um i mean we're we're gonna bring a crew yeah, I'm excited yeah. to know the date. I'm gonna hop on and go ahead and get a hotel room. September fifteenth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's yeah. Um, let's make it happen. Well, we've uh, you know, we always got room in the driveways and whatnot. And yeah, and I got a spare bedroom for the most homeless of all of you, whoever that is. That's me. So, <laughs> and, uh, any locals that want to convoy up too, we'll be making the trip. We'll we'll share some more details as we kind of figure out, you know, what days we're spending there. But if you're local and you've been wanting to go up to the Taylor's Ball and spend some time with us and the Flood Tide Boys, just uh, yeah. let us know. We can convoy up. We did what three skip? No, two skips last. Mm-hmm. No, three. Three. Yeah, Avery, mine, and yours. No, no you didn't, didn't have yours. Skiff. But we we had a convoy of three. Right. Three, three right. Cars. Three That's vehicles. what it was. Yeah. You yeah, may even so. see the bad fish guys. They're probably a little too famous for any of us now, but Yeah, yeah. They'll be there. They're a whole other level. They're fifty fifty. They'll be there. They're almost like salt strong now, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're 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 bass pro shop level of famous yeah. now, so <laughs> twelve cool. ways to catch a redfish. That's right. All right. Well, I think that's gonna be close pretty close to wrapping up one hell of a fun week. Yeah. And weekend. And, more uh, fun week weekend than week i yeah, i would week agree with that hell. weekend <laughs> yeah. is fun we had so much more energy to do stuff last year for some reason and this year every evening we we're like no let's just kind of hang out and go back it was like yeah. i don't know those are the good times though i mean you guys discovered oranos last year because of that same mentality you don't have yeah. to follow the crowds and well that was totally a, a will abbott thing he everywhere we go he i got a thumbs up on his couch over there uh everywhere we go like i remember actually this is this is a pretty funny quick story uh the first thing i did when i started working at flood tide co was i was supposed to come in like the following monday or something and they were like you want to go to this musky tournament with me this hardly strictly musky i was like in mcminnville tennessee mm-hmm. middle middle of nowhere and, and i was like yeah sure, sure i guess i'll go why not a good way to like get to know him on a road trip you know so we're going up there and we get to the hotel and it's like typical flood tide fashion. Now we stayed in like a, like not the absolute like dead worst hotel you can stay in, but like kind of a step or two up from that. It's like, uh, and, and so will immediately pulls out the yellow pages and starts thumbing through the yellow pages and decides on which bars look the shittiest to go to. <laughs> and so we find ourselves in this bar, like literally right next to the hotel and every single person in there is in biker jackets with open carry, just with their guns on their hips. And Will was just like, yes, this, this is we right. Found it. We found and that's how arenas came to be. It was like we walked in and people were smoking inside. And he was like, okay, there we go. We're good. Like, <laughs> yeah. So 
That's how it goes. Don't always have to follow the crowd. Sometimes you make your own fun. And you know what's funny? As I'm sure that there was a lot of people, I don't know if they listened to your show or whatnot, but uh, a lot of people were at Orana's this year that you would have imagined would have been somewhere else. Well, last year, yeah, there were, but last year was even crazier, like like Diablo paddle boards or whatever paddle sports or whatever, yeah. like showing up. They were I got there this year. I got I got a picture of him holding Matt Schliske's little Chihuahua, and it's like, he's got Lemmy. like yeah, yeah Lemmy, and and Lemmy. Th- his beard is like encompassing the dog. You know, it's it's awesome. Yeah, a lot of a lot of <laughs> a lot of weird Dave Grossman pictures. There's that. So I don't know about you guys. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to yeah. catch up on some sleep. Me too. Absolutely, man. Let's it's make been it a happen. rough one. All right, hey, well, Avery. You ready? Let's play us out. Let's um, fly fishing after dark. Forty-three, number forty-three. Yeah, we got the Low Country boys. Fly. It's been a great week, great weekend. Couldn't we- ask for anything more. Weekend of barely fly fishing. That's yep. it. Yep. There it is. Let's make it happen. <laughs>